Hello, Mr. Pearson. Hello, Mr. Emmanuel. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Welcome, everybody, to FitCast. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is a new spot. Yeah, this is a new spot. We have a new recording studio, for those of you who are wondering. This is, it's, it's, it's not the, the, the actual recording studio yet. We're just No, it's a work it. in progress. Yeah, it's going to take a few months because we're poor <laughs> as fuck. It's but true. Yeah. But it, this, this is your own space. Although, you, know, you know, they say all great companies start in a basement somewhere or is, some shitty little this space. Is, this is a nice spot in Manhattan. Yeah. So let's not even fucking it's true. Uh How does it feel to have your own little, you know, no roommate, which is, which is kind of spectacular in New York City? Because you cannot live without having a roommate. So. That's the biggest thing for me was having uh, in the last... I've told you this before, but in the last five years that I've lived in New York, I've had You've changed like twenty seven roommates. apartments, yeah, and like six or seven roommates Holy as well. Shit. So it's nice to finally be on my own and have my own spot and not have to worry about um, you know the hours that I come home and you know cooking and cleaning and all that shit that that you know I always have to think about when somebody else is sharing yeah, space. Like you know? how can I watch porn? Yeah, exactly. You know, now I can just to... blast it as loud as I want, man. I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> No headphones, no nothing, man. I could just stand right here in the on. kitchen, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. That's the best. It is a really nice area. Uh, this is in Harlem. For those who are wondering, yeah, we're on 122nd Street and Lennox. Just giving me your address while we're Yeah, I know that's true. That's a good get, point. I thought about that. Fucking murdered. Uh, how are you? How are things? Uh, good, good. I've just been busy, you know, gym life. I actually went to the gym like four times this week, so I felt good about that. Is that more than normal? Uh, for the last month, I've been doing it three times because I got very busy. My my goal, like the stuff I like, is to go to the gym for like five, five, six times a week, which is hard. Um, yeah, that's a lot. But like, yeah, I, I did about four this week and I felt really good. I did two chest, and like uh, the other two days I did legs and arms and shoulders. That's impressive. That. Yeah, that's good. How good. do you, do you go, when you go three days a week, how do you split up your days every other day? Um, or? So my free times are on Sunday and Monday. So I'll, I'll go Sunday and Monday, but then on Tuesday I'm mostly busy, so I don't go and I take a day off, and then I'll go Wednesday, and then go Thursday, and then maybe I'll go Saturday or Sunday, depending. I uh, had been at Crunch for a little while. The last time we, we we met up, I was at Crunch, and now I'm back at Blink Fitness. I have to go back to Blink actually. Uh, so I am at I had the the gym I am at right now. It's like an hour from my home, which is fine in the summer because i can bike there in 20 but i just went there the last three days and speaking of biking i got a city bike by the way that i work with let me have his it's a great idea it's free oh, he let me have it while he's out of town so yeah oh, yeah well i have a pretty good bike actually but yeah but so now i have to go back to blink because the the to get to the gym is like an hour and a half by itself by train yeah that's and a then man, to come yes. back that's like three hours that i don't have so as much as i love my gym they have they have literally everything like a track. They have pools. They have yeah, that's crazy. They have a huge space. It's fucking wonderful, and it it's not expensive. I mean, I can afford it. It's it's worth the price. Let me put but it you out. have to spend all day there to make it worth your time. Right, and I I am not in the mood to do that in the winter. Yeah. Not in the fucking winter. In the summer, yeah, it makes sense. In the summer, I can bike it in twenty. In which the is, summer, we'll go play some beach volleyball there and let yeah, you like know what's up. There is a beach. The girls are fucking yeah beautiful. I bet they are. They're tall. They're Swedish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not really Swedish, but they're, they're all, all the tall. same size. They're all laying tall down, and beautiful. But yeah, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> even the fat ones well yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all disperses evenly you know right but uh again 
to get there in the in the winter, I have to take the train, and you you know the fucking MTA how they roll. So, I am especially gonna, in the winter. Yeah, so I am probably gonna stop that till March or um, May or April, uh, and then go back there. But for now, back to Blink. Yeah, blink. I like Blink. It's reliable. The blink I, has the stuff you need. It's, yeah. it's it's not beautiful or great or but you know it's just it has all the material. And it's funny because I've pretty much between the two of us we've exhausted every gym opportunity in Manhattan. Yeah, and I think that I've gotten some of my best workouts at Blink at, blink. at night. Yeah, at blink night. At night. Yeah. Whenever at night. Well, well, yeah, when it's less crowded because yeah, yeah, yeah. It is one of those gyms where a lot of first time gym goers go. Right, right. So their etiquette is is like oh. I, I was there tonight, and there was fucking even the small dumbbells, like the tens and the twenties and the thirties. You know the fucking worst? everywhere on the floor. Like, the what? guys that would go to the rack and work out right there. Yeah, that's true. Like, I can't say I've never done out, it, but it is annoying. Why do you do it? I, I, I've done I it before, but why? But, but why? What was was it thought because, process? Because the the mirrors need me to be closer to them, so you that way I can look better in the mirrors. <laughs> like I, I, people need to see how good I look. Yeah, they can do that when you stand behind them and they look in the mirror. That's true. I do it strictly for personal reasons. But I fucking hate like I. I but you're right. I don't do it when it's. I don't do it when there's a limit. There's space. like people there working on my rack, and I, I am trying to get a fucking like dumbbell. Just get out of my way. That's true. And they get mad when you try to get to like yeah. you're in my way, motherfucker. Get get the fuck when you out. don't when you don't wait for them to be done with yeah, their set. Like, <sighs> no, I agree with you. I don't do it when it's busy. I only do it when I can. Right. So, but. Which is why I, I love Blink either at 5.30 a.m. or like 10 p.m., you know. Yeah, I try. I like to go after the rush. I went at 7 p.m. tonight. It was big enough to where I didn't have to get in anybody's way. Also, when I go to Blink, I do a lot of free weight exercises. And I feel like other than the bench presses and the squat racks. Is there a reason you think that happens? Is it what? That, like, is there a reason you think you do more free weight? Um, because they usually just have one of each machine, you know, and oh, I don't yeah, like to yeah. wait for people. Right, yeah, yeah. Also, I, I know that I can improvise on the spot and I feel like, you know what? These people probably He's have a expert. routine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they probably are stuck to the same five exercises that they know. And like, I don't want to fuck anybody up. So Blink is great, but like every game has its pros and cons. And it's true. The cons are very fucking infuriating. Yeah. I would never, I would never shower there. I would never. Oh no, God, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but that's neither here nor there. That being said, it was a good week for me in the gym. This last couple, I we when we spoke before, I was feeling sluggish. I think I'm finally getting back into Mm. my routine. I started upping my carb intake, my calorie intake, and 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 eating more instead of trying to stay lean because I wasn't going to the gym. No, no, eat more and work on harder. Yeah, how many days did you go? This week I went five. Shit. So this week I've gone. What's today? Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. So I've gone. I skipped the. La- I went yesterday. Did cardio only. Before that, I took two days off. But before that, I think I went eight days in a row. Damn. But I, w- I haven't done this since college. Yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting. I didn't go. I didn't go heavy lifting the entire time, and I split my legs up into two different days. So back I wasn't, to back. No, separate. Okay. Like every every second day or something. Yeah, yeah. But I was. I was making sure that I wasn't exhausting any of my body parts. But you know, I had been feeling a little behind. Um, and it just, be, like I said, being up here in a new neighborhood and a new routine, I'm like, yeah. I'm right near my gym. I can walk there. Yeah, it's 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 so much nicer. And I'm eating clean, so eating things clean. have been good. Things have been good. All right, that's, that sounds great. Um, one thing that I wanted to bring up was, uh, and we'll work, I need to work on my segues. My segues are not good. But we're starting. This for, is probably the, uh, the first episode we're going to upload. That's true. So, so, uh, so yeah. stay tuned. 
Um, Don't leave. It's, it's going to get better. Yeah. Please. Things get better. We're like fine wines. We'll get better yeah. with age. But uh, for those of you listening, I'm sure some of you saw this, the new Ronnie Coleman documentary. Oh, yeah. So this is fucking funny because I went to the gym yesterday just, you know, doing my workout. And this guy who is a meathead, he's like the epitome of a meathead. It goes to some other guy and goes. What do you mean by epitome of meathead? Describe like he that. has all the, you know, like he grunts. He's wearing all those the like the shirt that's like cut to the back is like a backless is he like validated a, in his actions though well what does that mean it he, means like some people are allowed to do that shit you know what no, i mean no he's not like nobody's allowed to grunt like what are you what if you saw ronnie or jay cutler again jim he fits all the stereotypes of a meathead just believe my story all right so he goes to tell some other guys and then he goes yeah man did you see that new ronnie coleman and then they were just like talking about that. So that's how I heard about it. I haven't seen it. I meant to go watch it at some point, but that's how I know about it. I saw it. I, I saw it on Netflix. It's on Netflix. And uh, is it good? It's it's really, really good. And I'll give you a little bit of context because, I mean, we're both fans of the sport, lifting and bodybuilding. And I don't know how in depth. I've never been a serious yeah, bodybuilding fan. But at growing up, I definitely watched the Ronnie Coleman videos. Uh, yeah, and, 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 I, and I respect the, uh, the old guy, like the, yeah. the Arnold. Oh, of the, course. The, the golden era. Yeah, 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 the guys. golden era is my favorite era. The Ronnie Coleman era, not so much, but it's when I really started paying attention to, to because of the golden era. So I was reading the magazines then. I was seeing Jay Cutler and Flex Wheeler and Ronnie and all these guys in the mags. Now, I've met Ronnie Coleman once. When I worked at Complete Nutrition in Eugene, Oregon, I was selling supplements, and he came in and did an appearance, Damn. and he was still huge, like huge, obviously I mean, past he, his he's prime. He's huge, right? Yeah, he, well, he, 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 if you've seen him as of late, he's, he's definitely like been through some shit, and I'll, I'll give you some context to how, the how documentary. How old is he? 50, 50 oh, yeah. 55. I mean, that's probably the age you start to lose the muscle yeah. mass. But he's had nine back surgeries. Oh. And okay. he's had his both his hips replaced. He's Jesus had Christ. you know he's been he's got screws in his back or had screws in his back. This but, is why I cannot compete. Yeah. I've, I've had people tell me not that I'm trying to brag, but people come up to me and go like, "Hey, you should you should really think about competing." I'm well, like, number one, I am not gonna shave my legs for any fucking really. Reason. That's what's holding I'm you back. Shaving yeah. my legs for any fucking reason. You seem a little insecure about your manhood, huh? Fuck off, man. I'm not shaving my legs. I don't care what you call it, all right? I'm not shaving my fucking legs. That's ridiculous. All my arms or anybody well, anywhere else. The competition world is but so yeah, diverse. It's, that it's, and it's really hard. It's very easy to get hurt. It is. And that's, here, that's the thing is what I loved about the documentary was I've seen, I've seen Ronnie in person. I met him when he had had, I think, his sixth, about his sixth back surgery. Oh, my God. And uh, he could bear, he, he was tired after a few minutes of standing up. He was still huge, had a smile on his face. The guy loves the sport, and that's what yeah, he showcases yeah. I mean, in, in the documentary. He literally was so passionate about being a bodybuilder. He changed the game, freaking nature genetics, but it takes a toll on you. And it's clear that you know he's battling every single day with, with basically just fighting pain. For a guy that was at the, like literally the best in the world for so long, he made... He made you got to watch the documentary, but he it, it's inspiring because he literally came out of nowhere. The year before he won his first first place, Mr. Olympia, he came in ninth place. And he went from ninth to first, and he put – there's like a, a, a number of guys that are recognizable names who were in their prime, at like Sean point. Ray, right. yeah, Flex Wheeler. Um, you had Victor Martinez and a bunch of other guys. And 
he, just, he put he, them to shame. Do you think that's what took the toll? Because to jump from ninth to first and to beat all these guys that you mentioned, I feel like you have to do something besides just... I mean, sure, you have to go hard. But to jump from ninth to beat all these guys who also go hard at a gym, do you think he did something that... What are you insinuating? Steroids? I'm, I'm not, well, I mean, it's known that he did steroids, but do you yeah. think he did something else that would make you... Because it, like, like you said, he's, he's had like nine surgeries. He, he He's in pain every day, right? All of his surgeries, I'm pretty sure, came after his bodybuilding career. But he had a herniated disc at one point when he well, was... I mean, that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of normal if you're lifting, But he, he's one of those guys who, after his... his after he won his third Olympian, I don't want to spoil the whole documentary because I do think people should watch it. It's it's especially if you, even if you don't ever want to be a bodybuilder and be in that type of shape and that it's, condition, it's just something good to watch. It's inspiring. Like yeah. the guy was so fucking dedicated to what he did, and he was the hardest worker in every single room, and it showed. And people respect him for that. He changed the game, but I respect him a lot. Like yeah, I mean, you I have to. He changed. He took bodybuilding to a whole other level. Like the size and the muscle striations and the deep cuts that he had were just so unseen. Huge. But I think he was also working full time as a police officer. Really? For yeah, for the Arlington Police Department, he was working full time as a How police officer. He fit in a car. <laughs> yeah, right. It's <laughs> funny police, to see him in his uniform. It's so funny. Yeah. Of this? <laughs> yeah, there's there's videos of him. Like he would just basically be eating in his squad car the whole time. The piles to, of chicken and barbecue feet, sauce. Yeah, the muscles. It's crazy, and you know he he was literally was a freak of nature, like eating just piles and piles of chicken, smothered in barbecue sauce. You know what's really funny? You know, like people who lift heavily and like take it very seriously, they eat like your meals at a timed. Yeah. You know? So if if he he gets there and then they get a call, yeah, right, to go yeah, save somebody. He's like, hold on, let me go eat real quick. I need <laughs> some chicken. Do you choose to feed a muscle or yeah. you go save? Some poor woman who's being murdered. <laughs> like yeah, this. right? I don't know if they're calling him for the murder charges. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how. Well, let's put it this way. You if got, he's in a squad car and he's close to the vicinity, he, he gets a fucking call. You have, yeah, that's you have true. To go. It doesn't matter. I guess it depends on your shift, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but still, man. To be, I, I didn't know he was a cop, actually. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he was full-time, working full-time as a, as a police officer. And lifting. And he was the best bodybuilder. One. He, well, you know what else he said, which was crazy, which I didn't know about him? And it's it's him being interviewed most of the time, which is really cool. Yeah, that's just what I you get to hear. You get to hear his feelings. And right, for yeah. a guy that, if you look at him now, he can't walk without a walk, without uh, two uh, like walking canes or what are they? What are, really? The two, the crutches. He can't walk without crutches. He said he's in a his pain tolerance between a one and ten is at a ten, pretty much all the time. God, he's on like some of the highest doses of painkillers you can be on, and the guy still has a smile on his face. He still loves what he did. He's still passionate about it. He's a family man. He's got three young little girls. It's crazy because it looks like happen? it looks like he's he will always. He, it looks like he has no regrets. Well, yeah, he's running fucking cold. But how did that happen? You know, because there are other guys it was, who did it and they're fine. It was from, first of all, he was doing insane amounts of weights. The most anybody had ever put up, squatting 800 pounds at one That's point. That's what I meant by, do you think he did something he was not supposed to to beat those? I think, I think the game had turned into a science shortly after. Like, it, the game has always been a science. Bodybuilding has always yeah. been a science, right? Like, there's a smart way to lift and then there's a... a Oh, a dumb way to live. Yeah. Just say it. And I, yeah, there's a dumb way to live. I think he was, another thing he said too is because he was working full time, he would only, he would do, when he would train five days a week, six days a week, he would do all of his training in one session. 
That's not good. Yeah, and he would be throwing up front squats like five, six hundred pounds, just crazy, just super fast repetitions, and it, it didn't look like he was super focused on his form. Yeah, do you have it in the morning and and at, at you know like at night? Yeah. Wow, it's a. And so if you're doing the same body parts day after day after day, which it sounded like he was, and, and you're not pounds of. Yeah, if you're watching him, you can see that his form is not perfect. Right. You know, he's just yeah. throwing this weight up like it's child's play. But we can all do that <laughs> with certain amounts of weight. But can you sustain it for a long period of time? No, no. You know, and so he said he got a herniated disc, kept lifting, you know, and his career obviously was flourishing. He won eight Mr. Olympias in a row, which is insane. But I, it doesn't sound like he has any regrets. And that oh, it, yeah, it, was, it was crazy to see his opinion and to watch him, you know, his old footage of him in the gym and how he is now and he can't walk without crutches he he was just going it basically chronicles like a period in his time where he's now getting these screws removed from his back which have been like they fell apart inside of his back and they broke bones in his back yeah so like the screws broke in his back and broke bones as they broke you know what maybe the people who don't lift stay home (laughs) eat and play video games have it right I don't know about that. They're getting fat and out of shape too. Yeah, but they're, 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 they don't have screws in your back and not being bones not being broken. Look, I, you just know, don't do extremes. So. Yeah, <laughs> like it all brings us back to like you know the per, your purpose and and you know we know the science. I feel like we focus on the science when we're lifting and form. Yeah, I mean lift lift with some fucking sense. Don't just yeah. go wait. Oh, I'm I'm gonna crush these weights. But he was a different generation. If you look at that generation. It was like you had to be the guys who were on stage competing for first place in we're Mr. Like, Olympia yeah, we're, were like were freaks. Fucking, yeah. They were insane, these guys. And yeah. he had to come. He was genetic freak of nature as well, but he had to come bigger and stronger. And, and to you come know, from ninth to first, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's going to take a toll. And they said that as he won more and more Olympias, his quality of his body depleted you know it was more like bigger 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 and he got that big barrel gut like that looks like then, yeah like oh that's fucking almost hit. too 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 big and bulky and and watery but they, they all have those now but the judges yeah they do but the judges were almost and there's some controversy surrounding a couple of his olympias where they thought maybe some other people should have won but um the judges were probably just so amazed by his sheer size. His sheer size. The guy was a fucking monster. <laughs> he just gave himself because yeah. he's huge. Yeah, I mean, he was he was reaching limits that nobody else had reached before ever, which is crazy. But it just goes to show you how the game changes, and and one guy like that can come along and change the course of history of bodybuilding and influence so many people. So, uh, you know, that's the long version of my uh, my synopsis of the story. But I thought it was phenomenal, and I think that. If you have it, you have it. You should definitely watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely you know? gonna watch it. Uh, maybe this. It's kind of like it, it, kind of like invigorating, you know, to see like this. Guy, you know, he, it's not sad. Everybody thinks it's sad. No, it's first. not sad. But I, I, would, I mean, I would prefer he wasn't in pain. It's kind of sad at first, but when you by the end of it, it brings it full circle, and you're like, yo, this guy is this guy is still killing it. Like he's still busting ass. I don't know if he's still killing it because he's suffering. He still trains every single day. How he cannot fucking walk? Why he, he trained it? He just he's just he he has undeniable is perseverance. Is there actual footage of him? Yeah, he works with a trainer every single day. Still does. Still still killing. Okay, wait. Is he having physical therapy? four a.m. Physical therapy, or is he training lifting weights? Lifting weights in the gym with a trainer. He's. I'm sure he does physical therapy as well. 
but he and he had to Why learn how to walk Why all is he over again. Doing that? Is, is it something he just can't let go? Imagine you've been doing this for but how long? He is, you want to know? And one thing that he says in this, which is which is literally the craziest thing of it all, he said the only reason he ever started lifting weights and that he ever started competing is because. Uh, the guy who owned, I can't remember his name, the guy who owned the Metroflex gym in Arlington, Texas, told him he'd give him a free gym membership. <laughs> and so he was like, shit, man, I, the whole reason I started doing this was because I got a free gym membership. And it's, he laughs about it, and it's like, that is literally the only reason he ever started lifting. And the guy was like, you know, once he was there, it was around all the meatheads, he was like, yo, you should compete, you should compete, you should do this and this. And, you know, he's like, all right, if you say so, I'm like, I'll do it, you he's know? He's a great guy. And I, I remember, like, watching him when I was little, and it was just fucking, <coughs> you know, he, he, he just went went at it. It's just, yeah, and it's funny how, it's funny how it all, to him, was just, it was never his passion to be a bodybuilder, I feel like. Once he started it, he, he wanted to right, be the right, best. Yeah, yeah. But at first, it was just a free membership. Free membership. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy, and it's like, you know what? That's, like, hey, insane. you're huge. I'm going to give you a free membership. Yeah. Sculpt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Could you imagine? Wouldn't it be nice to get yeah. a free fucking well, like membership? Who's handing thing. out free gym memberships these days? In, Let me know. In, in New York City? Yeah. Good, good luck with that. Let but, me know. I'll try and I'll get my body up. I'll be a sponsored. I would destroy my body for a free gym membership. That reminds me, dude. I really, What I really want to do is start uh, trying to get sponsorships for clothing companies. There's one clothing company in particular that I'm obsessed with called Aesthetic. Nike? No. <laughs> Aesthetic Revolution. Aesthetic. Yo, I haven't they have, heard of them. They have dope gym clothes. Super dope gym How clothes. How dope is it? is it? Does it just look better? Is it more scientific? No, they're, they're like... Is it good for perspiration and all that stuff? Yeah, they're like, like the... Gymshark gym tries to... No, they're better quality than Gymshark. Gymshark has better clothes for women than they do for men. But these, the but that's every like all oh, <coughs> not these ones. I Aesthetic like revolutions it, for men. It's also they're like more streetwear style gym clothes, but they're super durable fabrics. They're all like sweat proof and all that. Aesthetic revolution. Yeah, is it expensive stuff? Yeah, kind of. Of course it is. But I want to get sponsored by them. Ninety three dollars for what a bottom? It depends on what you're looking at. Oh, uh, they look cool. Uh, one twenty dollars for sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, some of their joggers are expensive. Yeah, no shit. But they're, all their shit is so dope, and I want. But, so yeah, my goal is to be sponsored by them. But by, by the time I turn thirty, are you gonna give them a phone call? I'm gonna like, give them a or, phone or, call. Or just post pictures on Instagram and Instagrams. Tag them. Yeah, I gotta get some clothes first. I don't have any. <laughs> one twenty dollars. <laughs> I know that's the problem. I'll start totally. with some shorts and tanks. The easy shit. Well, they they have these leggings. On sale for thirty eight dollars. So, if you're a guy, you want to wear leggings in the gym. I, I wear leggings in the gym. Fuck no. I wear leggings. No, on leg no, don't. <laughs> There's a guy at my gym that wears leggings, and I can see the, his thick outline. It's almost uncomfortable. Do not. I also. Do that. When, let's put it this way: when I wear leggings, I do it like The Rock does. I wear leggings and a really oversized tee, baggy. Sh- I wear my big. Okay, I mean, yeah, I wear my big. If you ever seen The Rock, he does this. I put a towel yeah, right in front. He, he's a rock. He can do whatever he wants. Well, so can I. No, no. Yeah, I, so I, can I. I. If I'm aspiring to be The Rock, I can do whatever the fuck I, I want to. If I'm in the gym blasting my shoulders, I do not want to see the If I'm in the gym blasting my shoulders. of your fucking penis, anyone near me. <laughs> First of all. You, tuck it in. You're not going to see the outline of my penis. <laughs> I do it. small. <laughs> exactly. You are, you are white. It basically shrivels up to the size of nothing once I start lifting. It's like a little tic-tac. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck does the blood go? To your arms? Everywhere else, <laughs> everywhere else, but your except to my dick. Yeah, no, don't wear. Leggings. And especially when I do legs, and it really gets small. And it really looks small because my I, legs I get so big. I do not want to get into the science behind that. <laughs> just don't wear leggings. 
please. No, no, I got it. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good on the leggings. Well, yeah, these look pretty good. Yeah, they have good shit. Really good shit. Just expensive. It's expensive, they but expensive. it's good quality stuff, and it's durable, and it's stylish. How do you? How long do you think these last? You could probably. Well, first of all, I, I'm one of those people who I'll keep. I got the same pair of gym clothes for like five, six years. I, I have a few that, that last that long, but they usually share to like you know. The only problem I have with them is they smell after a while, and that is, is due to using public laundromats solely because of that. Wait, wait, they smell. Only, after you wash them, only they sometimes they only and they only smell. My gym clothes only smell when I use laundromats instead of doing laundry at home because laundromats they don't clean the washers and drying machines. I don't think the. Like, I've, I've tried everything, dude. I've tried tw- like I've tried three cups of detergent. I've tried all of the tricks for making your clothes smell better in a public laundromat. The and softener, fabric softener, all that shit, all that shit. It's and just make a, your it's old just gym a, clothes smell. That, but when I use a home, I was at a temporary apartment that had a washer and dryer in it. When oh, I was no, using right, that, right. it was fine. It's just because it's not being used by hundreds of people in a day. You know what I mean? Hey, You're not sharing. It's, it's New York City. It's not everybody. Disgusting. Actually, about 60% of people don't have one in your own apartment. So. I'm sure it's higher than that. It's, yeah, it's probably higher. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. the percentage is higher than that. Way higher. I've been lucky to have two in my seven fucking apartments that I've had. And they, oh, they charge you for it. Don't really? be, yeah, they'll charge you for it. What? You know how much it costs, like, to put a washer and dryer? Probably like a thousand, fifteen hundred for a washer and dryer. You know, maybe two thousand dollars. Well, you yeah, could, but... you could, rate, you could over time charge somebody like charge that unit like a dollar, and make your money back in no time. But they yeah. charge you like a hundred and two hundred dollars extra a month. Yeah, a month just if for I, having and, a washer and dryer. Yeah, and and I, on top of that, you got to pay for the water bill, <sighs> the water usage. Yeah. Landlords suck in New York City. Yeah, they man. suck. They so just, they're making their money back in the first tenancy. In the first ten months. Yeah, they're exactly. Making all the, exactly. You pay for the whole building, basically. Yeah, and then you pay for the lifetime. You're paying taxes. You're, for the lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> you're paying, and then everybody thereafter makes they pay for it, and they make their money on it. Sharks just going for us. I know, man. It's insane. Life hacks, so that's why it's all about life hacks. Trying to find your, trying to find out what works without paying. That's why when you know when you came in, I showed you my new bed platform. I got a memory foam mattress, and they require a platform bed frame. Why is it required? Because the platform bed frame has uh, support all the way throughout, as opposed to some bed frames um, that have just like one or two little poles or slats across the middle. The platform bed frames are pretty much solid all the way through. All through. Yeah. And so what I did was I went to Whole Foods, and I got four pallet crates, wooden pallet crates, and... Basically for free. I mean, it was 40 bucks, but they only charge me for them because they get paid to recycle them, to turn them back into the oh, company. Okay, cool. But instead of buying a platform, a bed frame for like 150 bucks, got, 200 bucks, I got them for 40 bucks, man. Good thinking. Yeah. Saw that somewhere. You, you, you have to say Shout something. out to the interwebs. <laughs> yeah, for the ideas. Where you found how for to, the life hack. Yeah, the life hacks. <laughs> how to break up a wooden pallet. Yeah. Into, right. All right. So that, um, so that covers. I think that for for anybody who's a good documentary to, to yeah, watch. Yeah, and for anybody who's maybe looking. For, first of all, if you've never watched the Ronnie Coleman YouTube videos, you gotta watch the Ronnie Coleman YouTube. They're videos. good. Yeah, they are classic. Yeah. They're one of a kind. They are. They literally changed the game. And don't forget, this was an era like oh nine, oh eight when. When bodybuilding was, well, it's not as big as it is now, and like no. not, not many people are going to the gym then. Cause it, it was it it 
it gained its it gained its fan fan base then. That's right, he right, was right. the reason for bodybuilding being as big as it is now. I, I actually don't remember, and those videos I remember were people part. going to into the gym in college. My my freshman year was oh nine, and I don't remember many people going to the gym until like my last year, which was like twenty thirteen. I remember every time when I was in when I was in high school. I would say no. I take it back. The Ronnie Coleman videos were yeah oh nine oh eight oh nine oh okay oh nine oh eight. And I remember when I was going to the gym. Those are my. I was graduating high school in oh nine, and everybody was referencing those videos. Lightweight baby, ain't nothing to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Everybody wants to be a bodybuilder, but nobody wants to lift that heavy ass weight. And it was literally a game changer because you would watch the videos before you went to the gym. And that would give you motivation. So I never did that because you know uh, motivation and belief comes from within. It, yeah, it, it comes from within, but trying it, to get laid. Basically you can you can muster it up from <laughs> external factors. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean, but um, yeah, I, most people didn't start going to the gym until like, in, in my opinion, like around 2012, 2013, which is when I saw people. Yeah, but you're from the Bronx. Yeah, but I went to school in Massachusetts, and I lived there until 2015. Yeah, well, it depends, I guess. Like all, Western like, Mass, you were yeah, in Western Mass. Yeah, it was like all bros and hoes in college who were not going to the gym, even though like now I'm sure if if I went back there, the gym would be packed from six a.m. to like t- ten p.m. I guess every place is different. My, I was, you know, I grew up in San Francisco when I was in oh eight oh nine. Everybody was going to the gym. Well, not everybody in my friends, but there was a lot of people at my so gym. Pe- most people, okay. Yeah, but but then I went to college. I went to Oregon, so Oregon's a big, big ass sports school. school too. So your percentage of people, like the ratio, there's gonna be people there. <clears throat> but either way, that's I think yeah, definitely check out the Ronnie Coleman documentary. It's I legit. Watch it this weekend. Check that one out and check out the Generation Irons. Just just start dabbling and if you're if you need videos, just watch those yeah. on like YouTube and yeah. Yeah, good. Now I wouldn't say copy everything he does, but it's just good to he, know that like you cannot do everything like the stuff yeah. he does. He's lifting eight hundred pounds. I wouldn't watch him don't, for form. Don't. I would watch him just for sheer motivation. Yeah, don't don't lift. Eight, what mean, he could do is fucking insane. Well, like most people are not going to be able to go to go and lift eight hundred pounds. Don't try to do like weight. You know, like or like. You uh, know what he said? He said he didn't squat eight hundred pounds till so he was forty. Okay, see now that's see, why, isn't that's that crazy? That's why, why he's hurting. Yes. as much as I love him, that was not smart. Yeah. Well, why? when you got when you're doing you know high doses of a GH and whatever else concoction you're doing, it's, it's called one of the steroids. Yeah, but who knows which ones he was doing? You know, <laughs> GH for sure. If you're 40 years old and putting up 800 pounds on a squat, like what is a GH again? Is, is it growth the most, hormone? The most... HGH. All right. Yeah, liquid HGH is probably better for you than. Uh, I don't think the, the steroid concoctions they come so, up with. So yeah, today. so we were not promoting the, the usage of steroids of any form. I wouldn't touch them at all. I would. Really? Yeah. I would do growth hormone. Five minutes. Why? Why would you do steroids? I would do... It depends on which ones. I would and do... Well, I mean, especially since we know what they do. Here's what I would do. I would do a liquid test and I would do uh, liquid GH. Do you, I would only do, do liquid you, GH. Do you want to explain what those are? Liquid testosterone blend would be like a bunch of... Uh, like. There's, I guess, I think eight different types of testosterones that come in some of these blends. And I know because I've asked some buddies who have done it. And some buddies, not yeah, you. Some buddies who have done it. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. Because um, I'm curious. And I've taken just about every sports supplement on the planet. A lot of, I've taken pro hormones in high school and college 
which are synthetic test or synthetic steroids, basically. And those, the, do those don't have any effect on you? Like no, not. You both don't shrivel. Your it, dick doesn't become smaller. No, and well, look. Let's put it this way: it's all about how you do it. Okay, your dick does not become smaller, but your balls will shrink while you're on the cycle. And then you do a post cycle. That's why you do a post cycle for every cycle that you do a pro hormone steroids. Yeah, there's a whole. That's why there's a whole. That's why steroids are deemed as dangerous as they are. Number one, because obviously they're synthetic ingredients. A lot of times, the liquid testosterone is safer for you because it's all forms of testosterone that are free flowing in your body, just in high high doses and concentrated doses. So a liquid testosterone, I would say, is less of a steroid. It's equally as much of a steroid, but less less detrimental to your to your uh, hormone balances than something like a deca or a, like an anadrol or like a liquid liquid whatever they're fucking shooting up these days you know and they're stacking these testosterone blends with all these synthetic ingredients like deca is a synthetic ingredient it's deca ball and like uh anadrol and whatever else i don't even know what they're doing these days but they're all synthetic ingredients that are made in labs by humans for the purpose of of creating muscle tissue testosterone's in your body already if you're just injecting it in high concentrated doses it's easier to do it without without screwing up your so, hormone levels I mean, yeah i mean i know i know, I know it's in you your know? body and some people have a lot funny some people story, have a lot yeah funny story my doctor actually uh, told me two years ago that i had a really high level of testosterone and i smiled and what else did she say you told me that it was dangerous I smiled and then she goes, "You know that's not good for you, right?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, but it's like fucking like, yeah, but it's good for you, sweetheart." But yeah, well, I mean, that came like that came naturally. So I feel like that's less. I mean, it's probably gonna Look, kill me when I'm like eighty. But. N- well, you, your t- your natural testosterone levels deplete when yeah, men, when right, men right. hit about thirty, they okay. start going down. 25, 30, they start going down naturally. But I am, I am close. I am, I, am, I am there, basically. We're all there. But it's ever, it's different for everyone. You know, you're, you, it might not hit you till you're 35. And if you live an active lifestyle, that's, that's the average man. And the average man doesn't live an active lifestyle like you do. So if you're just kind of, if you're working a nine-to-five job and you're under high stress, yeah, your testosterone levels are going to start depleting at 30. If you're going to the gym and you have a good quality of life and you're taking care of your body and eating healthy, your testosterone levels could stay the same or they could improve. You know, it just depends on how you live your life. Everybody's body is different. There is no roadmap, standard roadmap to, to, to success for each individual body. But when it comes to those liquid supplements, the liquid version of growth hormone and the liquid version of a testosterone blend, I think I, I would try because they're safer for you than all these synthetic man-made laboratories, testosterone, or um, excuse me, man-made laboratory steroid they're, blends. They're, they're all- Made by man. Not these. Well, the liquid blends are made. They're they're manufactured by men, but the ingredients are found in your body. Growth hormone in, is found in your body. Your body releases growth hormone naturally, and your body releases testosterone naturally. These two things, yeah, you can you can you can create a blend of them in a liquid form that's higher concentrated. But you ever heard of like Anadrol and Deca and like all these different. These liquid testosterone; those are steroids. I've, yeah, those are straight I've heard steroids. Of and, and I know these steroids. Yeah, but those you, those are not found in your body anywhere. Okay, they are straight up man-made for performance and muscle building, and that 
those are the ones that are really. I mean, it's all it's all tough on your body. Those are the ones that the baseball players would take. Yeah, well, baseball like, players could take a number of things. That's when you draw. Cause, I mean, the baseball player who's in trouble. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I forget his name. They'll probably take some right. something like that, or or that's what the body bonds bonds, bonds right. What was his name? Barry Bonds. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Is that a what fucking he took? legend. Who knows what he took? I don't he could have taken gonna... just a growth hormone and a test. And his his it would be easier to mask because they're natural ingredients in your body, so it just shows up as elevated levels of testosterone and GH. Like mine. Would do. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. But if you're putting in something in your body like that isn't that your body doesn't have, and you take a P test, it'll it's a red flag immediately. You know what I mean? It's like doing cocaine or Molly, and it's showing up on a drug test, and it's not you know clearly not some the substance that your body has inside of it naturally. But it's much harder for your liver and your kidneys and your glands to 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 process those ingredients as it is the testosterone and the HGH. And I mean, all it's these... easier to keep your hormones balanced after you do it and to cycle on and off of it the right way. Do you take them to get big or just to have a better performance? I would take, I would do a, a test blend. I would for sure do a test blend. And no, I've no, actually but, been serious but, today but, about but it. But I'm saying your friends will... You that took they do them for uh, to, to get big. not even to compete, just to yeah to get big to get strong for overall performance and and it's long it's lasting, it's lasting like you don't have to do a cycle after cycle after cycle you can do a cycle, wait a few years. I mean I am not going to do the like at all because I already have higher levels of testosterone. So if I was to recommend for you, I would say since you already have high levels of test. Once you hit thirty-five or forty, and you feel start to feel like you're slowing down, I would do GH. Doctor shown in the house. <laughs> I'm just passionate about. Uh, well, I'm obviously a big advocate for clean eating and safe uh, clean, exercise clean, and, and staying clean, healthy and clean. Clean is half what you eat. That's really important. Yeah. People forget. They think about reps and you know volume and, but it's half what you put in your body and how you time it. I think more than half. That's why it's a science. You you have to time it properly. Yeah. You have to eat right, and you have to work out at the right time. I think that's all you need. But like you said, as as, as you get older, if you still want to have like a huge arms and be cut at sixty, not even huge sure. arms. Like I think I think the well, rock, not just arms. I but think like, the know, just rock. Just, I don't mean to discredit anybody, but I think the rock probably does growth hormone. But he does it for work. Like that's that's what he is. That's maybe maybe for work. He makes he's he's the highest paid actor in, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Right. Has he been has year a after great year. justification for that, but his might. performance is still peak, and he's in his fi- he's almost fifty or in his fifties. Which 50s. is why he's the highest paid actor in but, Hollywood. But if you look at if you recognize you know his ability to maintain his physical condition, obviously aesthetic he works hard. He works really hard. Too. Yes, aesthetically, it doesn't look. Steroids are no shortcut. They, yeah, they you, are, but they're not. You still, you still have to have work, work twice really, as hard. Right. And when you're doing something like GH, it's they call it the fountain of youth because it does help lubricate your joints. It acts as a lubricant for your joints, your ligaments, your tendons. It helps repair and grow your connective tissue faster, stronger, and more elastic than it was before, which ultimately, when your connective tissues are stronger, your actual muscles can grow bigger because they're, they're attached by the connective tissue. But, but That's if, why when if, people do steroids, they get hurt and they tear their muscles. Because but if they're all these pros, how come the FDA doesn't, like, it's against it pros pro bodybuilding is not there's a natural competition and right. there's a there's an open competition natural coach they the all natural, still can do it they nah, all stuff. you know there's, there's some guys there's, on instagram who go like look you can do natural. steroids and, and i'm like and you're, you're you're not fucking natural you can either. do steroids get to the size you want to get to and then wean off the steroids for a year year and a half and compete and be tested 
eight months out or right, six months out like, and be, be fine. Natural, but still, yeah. Right, yeah. So, which is why there's some guys on Instagram. It's like, look at Mike Trout. Mike Trout came into the MLB with a head the size of a fucking toilet bowl. You think he just he was jacked? He was huge. He was one of the rookies. He was rookie of the year, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. He was insanely huge. Like he was a great hitter. He probably did pro hormones or steroids in high school, knowing he was going to the MLB. Wasn't getting tested in high school like a lot of these athletes know when they when they commit to that career path. Right. Yeah. It's easy to be like, all right, I'm gonna do this. But and then when you get that's there, that's why they are justified. It's their life basically. And they make a lot of money doing that, so it's bodybuilders are justified too, right? It's Not if life. you're just gonna go work at T-Mobile, like fucking what's his face said. Well, if you're going to T-Mobile to work, you're and you're putting all that strain on your body and all that health risk. I mean. Who do you know that's going to work at T-Mobile and not competing on the side? A lot of these bodybuilder bodybuilding competitors have to have a second okay. job because they don't have a pro card. First of all, pretty much everybody is competing today. If you I, go on Instagram, I don't agree with that. if you go on Instagram, everybody. none of those guys compete. A lot of those guys don't compete. But their Instagram—that's that's the difference between the Instagram era and before. Point. That's my point. If it's, if 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 you're not going to make money, you think Rich Piana? You know Rich Piana? Yeah, he died. All right, you Rich think he was competing? Well, no. That motherfucker couldn't touch a stage. No, everybody would get laughed <laughs> because, off the stage. Because he was, he was full not, of waterway and right. synthol. And he was not natural. No, but none of the guys in the open competition for the Mr. Olympia are natural. But they but they compete and they 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 know what they're doing. They they treat their bodies a little bit differently than a guy like Rich Piana, who's strictly Instagram famous. Or wait, wait but he. he... He was famous before Instagram. Not really. Not not that I know of. I didn't know him before Instagram. Are you sure? Yeah. I know him because he was on Instagram advocating, or YouTube maybe. YouTube, yeah. He's probably yeah, famous. Around. Advocating that he was a steroid user and just kind of being open about it. But he couldn't touch a stage. Look how much water he's holding. You know what I mean? Like, There's no way in hell he could compete with any of the guys who are serious about the craft. Bodybuilding is an art. The actual bodybuilding. It is an art, but my, my, my point is if you're, you're not being paid for it, if it's not a, like a path that you've chosen to follow you know, for work, do not put all these in your body because well, at the end how of the do day... You, how can you... I, I, I think that you, you're, you're saying that... Or, you, or do a thorough research before you put anything in You're saying in your don't body. do steroids until you get your pro card? Well, how are you going to get your pro card... If you can't Again, compete yeah, no, on no, no, stage no, with these guys, it's, it's a path you choose. So you have to choose it early, though. Or yeah, that's a point. And but be committed these, to it early. These guys I've seen the gym who put stuff in your arms are not going to go compete now. I've dude, I know a guy. I know people who've been at Blink. Not at Blink, but I know people who. But I've seen people do steroids at Blink in the Bronx. They shoot needles in your arms in the Bronx Blink. First I'm of like, all, if they're shooting in their arms. Yeah, I'm like, uh, why are you doing this? First of all, you're not going to compete. That's what I'm saying. The, Maybe they compete. Number one, you need to know what you're taking. You need to get it from yeah. a reliable do, source. Do, number do, two, do, do a research and make sure it's, it's, yeah. it's good for you. Number two, your injection different. sites matter. Your injection sites matter a lot. Shoulders and the ass are really the two most popular places <laughs> to do it. <laughs> if you're going to inject. Who's going to stick it in your, in your fucking ass? You your, can do it yourself. Just, you prick it, just, prick your own, <laughs> just prick your own ass a little bit. Uh, I am scared of needles because I always think they'll break. And like get stuck in, in your there, ass? And get oh, stuck God. in there. Like, uh. Have you ever seen that happen? I read about it uh, when I was about 16. In what third world country did that happen? That would be Ghana. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it happens as a whole point. No, it doesn't. It happened. (laughs) It happens. If you Google (laughs) needles being broken and getting stuck in the ass, I think you come up with a lot of results. You just don't be a fool and you'll be fine. (laughs) 
But again, yes, uh, don't do steroids until you do your research, I guess, and make sure it's worth it. But just work hard. Look, working hard is the key. Eat right. Working hard is the key to success. And doing steroids is not something that you do. It's not something. It's not something to be to be to be looked at as as like is a light thing. If you're gonna do do like whatever you put in your body, ultimately whatever you put in your body, you should really do your own research. You should really know about the ingredients or know how to maintain or or to to how your body's gonna react. You should know how to how to how to how to how to adjust and that's the tough part and that's why you know some of these steroid blends that are people are probably sh- if you're shooting up steroids in the locker room at blink in the bronx yeah, what the fuck is in that needle is that what i want to know well i mean anybody in the right his, mind ain't doing that it's his needle yeah but nobody like nobody device. what do you yeah, first of all you're only doing that if you want someone to know you're juicing number one i don't think they can really See, and, and that's the whole point. Most people are so very. And if you don't care, then you're not going to care about what's in your in your in your blend of, of steroids. And it's probably a synthetic version. I know very few people who commit to doing steroids who actually stick to a just a blend of test or a blend of GH. Most people don't really know the difference, and they don't really care. They just want something. They tell people, I want something to make me big. To I want to get big, huge. To yeah. get big. But, that's the whole point. But those, I know I know somebody who did three cycles of DECA in a row, was was shooting like almost a vial a day, like a shit ton of, of, of testosterone. Now he has to get a back surgery and double shoulder surgery. He was doing 100-pound dumbbells for, for <laughs> military press, blew Why? out his shoulder. Why? Because he could, because you can't feel anything. You you go numb from these ingredients, and you don't if you don't train the right way. And again, if your connective tissue is staying the same, because you're not you don't know how to train it, and your your muscles are just expanding, expanding, expanding. It's a lot of pressure on your joints. You know, every pound of body weight that you 100 hold, pound dumbbells, hundred pound dumbbells for shoulder press, seated shoulder press. I've done them before. I mean, the, the highest I've done, and I've already really, really, I like my my my, my shoulders burn and hurt afterwards. Was like. 75 when i took a pro hormone in college i could hit 100 pound dumbbells but it was it was it was not healthy and you're always sore after that and that's because your muscles are your muscles are growing at a rapid pace but if you're if the 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 little tiny connective tissue is a lot smaller than muscle and it's a lot more delicate and if that it's what it connects your muscle to your bone if that is not growing and it's staying the same size, but it's now forced to carry yeah, it takes ten times strain. more it pressure and weight. Yeah, it's a lot of strain just from just from standing, just from being, <laughs> just from being, just from being, just from breathing. Yeah, literally, <laughs> if, just from holding it up. They say every pound of body weight that you have on the upper body is nine times the amount of pressure on your knees, your hips, your ankles. <sighs> that's how serious it is, and that's why these people get. That's why it really does matter and what you're doing. They it's don't science. do legs. They do not yeah. do the legs. It's just like all oh, chest, yeah. chest and shoulders. Because legs you don't see right away. Yeah. You know? And when you're doing steroids, you just want to see it. Girls are not into child into legs. Apparently, you know, it's like the big shoulders. I, they are. The girls, no, they are. But like, women love a guys, good ass. Guys, you usually think it's just like. Uh, Guys out there, if you think that women aren't into legs, you're a fool. They're into butts, too. You're a fool. They they know when you skip leg day. And yeah. they like butts. They like legs. Looking like a chicken. Nobody likes it. Yeah. Nobody. Also, <laughs> how you think you're going to be good in bed if you got all this... If you're just <laughs> top-heavy and you can't move your hips? Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You're going to be just like top-heavy fucking like, like a pencil. Yeah. And, and, and your legs are just hanging yeah. just like as you could. <laughs> pathetic. It's pathetic. Yeah. Uh... 
All right, that was it for steroid use, I guess. I am not going to do them ever. I hope um, we'll revisit this topic at some point. Because yeah, like, I in more depth. I probably have to do more research before I start talking shit. But my personal opinion—you can talk shit as much no. as you want. My you personal feel opinion, which I'm not trying to push on anybody, is that in general, my doctors have told me steroid. I, I should not be like they. They like if if I go for a checkup, they see that I am big and I work out, and they go, "Do not take steroids." Yeah. And, and go, to that, I, I will know. say, I'll say that's why I said for you, I would, and, and again, this is why it helps to know, I wouldn't recommend a test blend for you. I right. would recommend if you're going to do anything, you have enough tests, balance it out with some GH. Which is what I mean by you should do a research, a more thorough yeah. research. And know somebody, know somebody who's done what you want to do and at, see how they look. At, look at, you know, maybe some of the side effects, ask them how they feel, ask them how to do it and, and talk to somebody who's knowledgeable. And if you're going to get checkups and get your blood tested, that's the best thing you can do if you can yeah. afford no, it. No, no, no. Them people that do steroids have to go to the doctor like every month. They sh- You should. You don't do, have to, but you should if you're doing steroid steroids. To check your blood. To check your blood pressure, your, your levels, and then, uh you know, be honest with your doctor if you're going to yeah. do steroids. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking lie. Yeah. Because you, you're going to die at 40 yeah. or even less than, you know, if you know. They will, they will, they they will neglect to do the right testing on you if they don't think no. that you're not doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your doctor's not gonna judge you. Yeah. And you. But if they're if they know you're doing something, they'll they'll look for the signs of negativity that they wouldn't otherwise notice. Right. So you know that we'll revisit this topic because I think it's important and I think it's especially prevalent today with a lot of with all the information in the world on the internet and people have access to everything and um, you know it used to be. You would talk to the gurus in your gym, and they right. would give you advice. And but you know, now, but but now you have videos, you have yeah. Internet, you have documentaries, you know, and every anything is possible, and anything is is available. Right. Do a thorough research before you do steroids. Yeah, and if you, you know, yeah, exactly. But if they are still the best, illegal to buy, so they are. We well, yeah. Why? Again, yeah, but because because <laughs> they're because there's such high potency and such high strength and. They they need to be administered by medical professionals if you're gonna do them, but they are. But, uh, what what happens if you get caught? I mean, depends on how you get caught and what you get caught with. Is it like someone who sells weed, or probably. Or if you get like if you no, I think it's worse if you get caught. Let's say you get caught worse doing than, a steroid oh, deal. It, it is worse than this deal. fool at your gym, if he got caught doing a steroid it's deal, not, it's, but it's not a deal. It's just he's taking it. It, he's not selling. I don't. It, it's it's hard to tell. Dealing them. If you get caught selling them, I think it's it's more extreme than selling pot. Let me see if I can just show you a picture of this guy. Uh, all right. So that was it for steroids. For now, we're, we're gonna take a two minute break. We'll be right back. This is Fitcast. Pause. Oh, welcome back. Off. Welcome back to Fitcast. So yeah, that 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 was that's kind of a good segue for us into our next topic. Which oh, I'll let you introduce. I actually want to talk about bulk season because this is a season where. Pretty much every guy just shots food after food. And it's, what is, if I'm wrong, it lasts 12 months? 12 months is bulking season? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love to have abs, so my my bulk season and my eating season come together. But this is what I want to talk about, right? This is a time, so from like now till maybe March, April, guys just want to get big. That's all they do. They go to the gym, they Why? They, well, so they get big now and then they cut. Um, like in May or April to be re- ready for the summer, and I I, I don't think that works. And you, I am I am actually very happy this week because I saw an, a very good paper on men's health was it that like talked about why men's journal men's journal right I f- follow them on Instagram 
By the way, if you're even interested at all in uh, your body and your health and your diet and, and lifting and changing your body, read magazines, read publications, right, right, read right. articles about it. You know, that's I, I don't know about you, but growing up when I didn't have all this information, yeah, it was on the internet. I know I grew up in the '90s, so obviously shit was on the right, internet. So but using magazines, but I, I magazines don't... and reading shit is is literally knowledge as well. Reading about things is is important. That's good, but like I I so my my Instagram is not just butts and like dumb pages of the. I I make sure I follow things that are like are yeah. kind of important to me. So like one one page I follow is Men's Journal. Let's be clear, butts are definitely in that category. Butts are there. I follow a few pages of a very fit, very fit woman, not just like fake big asses. Just shout out to Ashley Schultz. TFM girls, my girlfriend hates that I follow them, but I'm not giving that up. <laughs> She's been made to understand. <laughs> She's been made to understand. She's been made to understand. That's not going anywhere. I, like I am not gonna like the pictures because that's disrespectful to her. She made me uh-huh. understand that part. But, sure, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, again, my 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 Instagram is such a way that I follow pages that make I I, I kind of need like how to spend money properly, how to yeah. And how we're to lucky exercise. that we have this stuff available on Instagram now, but I think there's a lot of stuff that yeah follow yeah. follow the Instagrams at the very least follow the no, Instagrams don't follow of dumb stuff. don't follow like cars. I mean, well, yeah, you can nice follow whatever you want, but if you're gonna follow fitness and get don't advice, follow too much, you know, just like follow things that are like would would. I would we'll suggest you. follow Men's Journal or Men, follow yeah, right, Men's right. Health. You know what I mean? Men's Health, Men's Not just, a, not just these men's guys fitness. who are Insta-famous. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't go watch like, that guy do like his workout. I mean, you, you should follow our page. Yes. Because we talk about important stuff. But don't go That's follow true. some guy who's just like, ugh, ugh. And we're extremely good looking. Right. I mean. At I least I am. We, so, but, uh, yeah, whatever. you're right. Good, uh, at least we're on the same page. Anyway, back to what I'm trying to talk about. I follow Men's Journal and they posted like this article on their on their bio, they call it. They, well, how people always go, just watch this. The link is in my bio. Um, so they posted this article that I think is something I've been trying to talk about for all my life since I've been lifting. You should cut and bulk simultaneously. Explain yourself. Most people... Because I think most people would think that that's not possible. Guys, guys would go from... from November, October till March, April, just gain weight. They eat a lot and they lift heavy. So it was like high, high weight, uh, very low reps, and they just eat. Now, so they get big, but big without being cut. Now before, and then they cut before summer. Now before you continue, can is can I just ask a a, a devil's advocate question? Where, sure, I mean, that's... isn't it fair to say that there are a lot of professional influencers and bodybuilders out there who advocate for bulking season and then cutting season okay so and why it works for them it it, it works for guys who should we we describe hours in the gym a day should we should we be clear should we define why we think it works i think it works for people make a point i think it works for people i am going to disagree and i'm not i'm not riding either side of the fence yet but what i will say is i think it works for people who are have a hard time focusing in the gym I think it's easier to focus on one thing, and if you're whether you're pressed for time or you're not pressed for time, I think it's easier to be like, all right, I'm committing to bulking for the next three months. I'm gonna eat more. I'm gonna do higher weights, push less my limits reps. in the gym. Yeah, higher higher weights, less reps. Uh, I'm gonna do different exercises, more mostly Olympic lifts and. Um, um, See, but write that as a problem. People think 
to 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 be cut and boiled and, and big at the same time is hard and requires more time. I think to bulk it in is. and then cut cut in like March is should just be left for people like the Rock, who can spend five hours in the gym a day. They do it morning and then night. Well, if you're pre- if 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 you're like me and you can do an hour and a half, four times a week at max. You should not be bulking now and then going like I, I am gonna cut later. I think you're probably not gonna cut later to start with. Well, let's put it this way. I think, I think it's uh, there's this is a this is a good conversation that has a lot of a lot of uh, sides. I mean, yeah, side con- side points and, and deep veins that we could segue into. I think for starters, though, I think. If you're just starting out and lifting, if you're new to the sport, oh no, do not just bulk and cut later. I you, think the most important if thing. If you're new, just do. Look, go into the gym with like a, a list of ten exercises that you want to do. Make sure they're mixed with like. However, reps are high and however volume. I agree with comfortable. you. I agree with you. And and if when you're, you're starting, when you're starting out, you should be more concerned with your all form. Round, yes, yeah. yes. Because then. If you just get big, but you're gonna be discouraged. There's some guy like me next to you is ripped as hell, and you 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 just have weight maybe if you're lucky. I do think though that a lot of people suffer from the feeling of when they first start lifting, they want to see results, and they want to see results fast. And you know how much long, much longer, and more. Okay, you know how much patient. harder it is. It's harder to do what you're suggesting. It's harder to okay. do what you're suggesting, which so, is bulking and staying clean at the same time. So. This article from Men's Journal, I think, makes my points clear, and they're making it much better. So way. let's go through them. Let's, go through, let's go through them one by one. I haven't read the article. I, um, I haven't either, but I saw it and I was like, "Well, I didn't read it, but I looked at the points and I thought, yeah, this is what I've been trying to talk about to every friend." Of I mine. think the best way to and, go through this is point by point. All right. So number one says increase your calories. Calories. Why? Um, it says, the first quote is, you can't gain muscle or weight if you continue to be in caloric deficit. Now, this I know to be true, and right, I agree right. with. Okay, so for, for those who don't know, I, I think most people know what that means. But if, if you're in for a deficit, that don't, let's be it means clear. somebody who eats less and like they, so. It's burning more calories than you're eating. Right, right, right. Basically, yeah. Basically, you're, if your body, if you're burning more calories than you're ingesting. Then you, your body, your body turns to muscle mass, which is the next most nutrient-rich uh, part and, of your right. body. And, and breaks and, it down. Yeah, and uses it for fuel. Right, yes. right. So do not do that. Right. So, so increasing, your, increasing your calories is – okay. Now, this is where – I don't know if the article goes right. into detail, but I think increasing your calories is, is very important. You should always but, be eating but, a lot. But this is what most people do from – again, from October to March – they just eat a lot. And mistakes that I've made in the past when I would bulk, focus on bulking season and put on 30 pounds in a couple months is I, my calories would be calories from anywhere. Yeah. that's A lot of potatoes, a lot like of burgers, pizza, a lot of burritos. Like, right, but anything anything I could get my hands on, I'd be eating five to 7,000 calories a day. Because it's like, oh, we get to yeah. eat for like the next few months. I can, I can eat like yeah. whatever. It would, I would try and pack all my calories into three meals. And <laughs> increasing your calories is important, but I think the way that you increase them yeah. and the, the types of calories that you source kind of yeah, and the types of calories that you add are very important as well. So, however, we both agree on this. I think we, I think if you want to, and and you know, what do you think is the best way to increase your calories and stay clean at the same time? So I mean, 
Yeah, but, but like you, you, you just said, it should not be from pizza and burger. I mean, you're fine. Have like a, a burger once a week. So a clean burger, that's fine. But like eat, like I mean, a cheap meal once a week is fine. But consistently, what do you think are the most important things to ingest just, the same amount of calories, but from clean sources? Eat about four to five times a day, but make sure it's clean eating. And that's a huge carbs point. Are carbs. That's a carbs huge point that I don't want you to just skip over for people who are just starting out. A lot of people don't know that eating more times, more frequently. Oh, right, right. Uh, so, so again, um, from since I've been like four and that I remember, most people eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and that's all we know. But the way your body works, especially for somebody who lifts and does exercising, uh, it's much better to eat about four to five times a day. Not huge meals. But like forty-five times is the best way to eat. So if you wake up at like eight a.m. or whatever, you you have your shake with all the good stuff in it, and then you, you have your breakfast around ten, I guess, uh, lunch around two or one, maybe, and then uh, your first maybe four for at first uh, dinner, and then maybe like nine right before you go to bed. Yeah, and yeah, it can adjust based on your schedule and your lifestyle. Yeah, but right, I think, change. you know, I think three big meals, fine. But higher... That's, that's not fine. No, not just... Not not nice, just like, no, not just if, three big meals. If you want the best results. Three, let's... Okay, let me rephrase that. Three staple meals, okay, which are higher in nutritional content and equally as important in calories. But in between those meals, you have snacks that are like small meals, like mini meals, like yogurt and nuts, bananas apples you know right, fruits right. and and an oatmeal or something something that is to most people a meal but to you the body snack, yeah exactly right, it's right. just a and snack it's it's, it's it's really important like if you eat like when you eat before and after you go to the gym yeah that's very important yes if, if, if you if you want to be in a good shape to work out hard i feel like you should eat like half hour or an hour before you go to the gym everyone's different but for me i think i, I think i need 30 to 45 minutes to digest Really? Before? Yeah. Yeah. So you eat like an hour before you? I eat like thirty to forty-five minutes before, and I have to eat something that I know I'll digest quickly. That's like what? Fast absorb. Um, maybe like a yogurt and some fruit. Do you uh, want to go into foods that are like very fast to digest and ones that are not like rice? I love to eat rice. We can. Before. Well, that can be. We can. We'll go into that. On a, I think a, 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 we'll go into a full episode of that. But I think you really want to go through this list. Yeah, we want to go through this list. But I think increasing your calories. I think the the, the best way to increase your calories. And correct me if I'm wrong. And the, the the gist of this article is how to bulk and stay clean. Clean bulking. Right. Increasing your calories does not mean eating everything in sight. Increasing your calories means eating foods that are higher in calories, but calories from fats. Or right, calories right. from like from healthy sources. Yeah, right, clean right. calories. Quinoa is good. Whole grains are good. Um, you know, fruit has a lot of good oh, ca- yeah, carbs yeah, and yeah, calories to it. Right, um, right. Eating more often, nuts, everything. Just Strawberries, eat strawberries, yeah. blueberries. Uh, and and for for those who who go okay, so you you two just said all this stuff. How many calories a day should I take? This this article gives a really good equation. Your weight times sixteen. Right, so for somebody who weighs 200 pounds, just multiply that by 16 and take... 3,200 calories, that would yeah, be. a day. And break that into five. Or, you know, that's... that's. I would say to, to, it should not be to tailor that, number, you should but, take the, the body weight that you want to achieve by 16. Are you sure? Yeah. I think you should increase your body weight by... You should... It's the same thing with protein, I think. If you want to weigh 200 pounds... 
you should be eating 3,200 calories a day. Let's say you weigh so, 160. Right. So want somebody that weighs 150. And if now, you want to weigh 200, you should be increasing your calorie intake to 3,200 because that's what a 200 pound. Because I think you should be eating what you're, you're – how are you going to grow if you're only eating the calories that your body's weight, your current body weight can sustain? Well, yeah, but like if that, that person eats 2,500 right now and they're going to multiply 150 by 16, that's going to be way higher than 2,500, I think. Well, if you want to weigh 200 pounds, the only way to weigh 200 pounds you if like you're not 200 pounds – is to eat the amount of calories that they recommend for someone who's 200 pounds. So I would say if they're recommending 3,200 calories for somebody who's 200 pounds and you weigh 160 or 150, you should be trying to eat 3,200 calories a day. And that's why increasing your calories is so delicate because the healthier the foods, the yeah, lower the calories. Right, right. Okay, so, um, so the more I, you have to eat. I agree with your point, but I think for someone who's new to lifting, just you know, be slow – Take and, it easy. Don't right, try and right. go from. Don't try and jump a forty pound ga- weight gap. Right. You know, just and, 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 you know, like, take it. Like aim two, slower. In like two three months. If it takes time to get bigger. And again, eat clean. That's important. Just yeah. don't eat any shit that comes like. And you'll notice when you eat clean, you'll be hungrier more frequently. Right. It'll and be easier better, for you to eat four right, meals, right. five meals. Yeah, you will. Right. All right, let's go to point number two. And point we'll two. we'll dive into a lot of this stuff in detail. If you guys have any questions, well, I mean. Point number two is what we actually just talked about. Get, get the, the right, right fuel. fuel. So uh, aim for a 40, 30, 30% percentage breakdown of protein to carbs to fat. I have read this many times. I have never implemented it in, in my life. I, it, it, it sounds too complicated to me, right? To measure 40, 30, 30. Have you done it before? I've never measured and I've never counted. It's yeah, not that's it, for me that's not that's not it, what it is. Most people do it and I don't but really get it. But. What I think is important about this and and I've heard this also is that playing with these are your macros, all right? Your macros what macros are. Macros are your proteins, your carbs and your fats, all right? Now I've a, a common friend sugars okay. um you know stuff that's stuff that I think quicker, quicker, not as not as useful for fuel. Right, right, right. That can be, you know, it's a kind of a secondary addition. Now, what I would think, what I've heard many times, and I, you might have heard as well, is play with your macros. That's sure, a common yeah. saying in the industry. If you're stagnant, or you've hit a plateau, or you don't know how to really change your body style and body type, and you want to, you want to, you're you're trying to, you're trying to to try something new, whatever it is, bulking or cutting, playing with your macros is important. This ratio, I, I don't know for certain that it's the best for bulking, but right. it very well could be based on this article. Um, but well, not not not. It's, it's not just based on this one because I I, I have seen this so many times in many places. Have you? Okay. Yeah, most people like 40, 30, 30, and I'm like, are people actually measuring how much protein they take? They are. People are. Okay. Yes. People I think are. There are more people. Are more but for guys like you and I, which we're comes, not. Yeah, right. I mean, you know. But what are some things brag, that you right. do? Yeah. Well, no, it's not bragging. It's just you know the everyday guy who works 60, 70, 50 to sixty hours a week, you know, and works multiple yeah, jobs and just, works out too. It's really hard to just you know. Keep you can't measuring is tough, but you can you can the look. Let's put it this way: the better you get at eating a certain way, the easier it's going to be for you to recognize what the ratios are by eyeballing it. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. Right. And if you're drinking protein shakes, fine. So I agree with that. You should definitely have a high. You should have a 
one gram of protein for every pound of body weight that you want to weigh. One gram of protein. Yes. For every, so if you want to weigh 200 pounds. 200 pounds a day. You should 200 grams gram of protein, protein a day a you day. should consume. Yes. How much do you take at once? Your body can really, if you're doing a whey protein, your body can really only digest between 20 and 30 grams of a whey protein Does every four depend, hours. Does depend on the person? Does depend on the person. That's why I gave it a 10, 10 gram spectrum. But every four hours, your body breaks down a whey protein, about 20 to 25 grams, maybe 30 grams of whey protein. Now, you could take a whey protein and a casein protein or a whey isolate and a, and a, and a casein protein and have a fast digestive and a slow digestive protein. Right. Your body digests the casein over an eight-hour time period. Wow. So it, you can do 20 grams of a, pro, of a, a, a whey and 20 grams of a casein. And there's 40 grams of protein, but your body's digesting them at different rates and still getting everything out of them. If you ingest too much whey protein in at the form, right. you'll shit it out. You just shit it out. You just excrete it. But to this, the breakdown of protein, carbs, to fats is very important. I think I've started tailoring my carbs and fats and eating more of them during the day. Because I'm burning them as fuel. My body needs them to burn as fuel. Yeah, I'm eating a lot of protein always. I'm always eating protein. Yeah, but, I love protein. I mean, I but low carb diets, low carb diets aren't necessarily the way. Low fat diets aren't I love necessarily carbs the way. Because I go hard at a gym and I need that fuel. And you know that because when you, I'm sure you've experienced when your bot when you deplete your body of carbs. Yeah, and it, it's it's you're like, mentally drained. I was so tired. So I went through this period in, in, in college. Where for a month I didn't eat any carbs because I thought that was the way to go. It's crazy. That was like the worst month yeah. of my life because I was always tired. I was never happy. I couldn't go hard at the gym. Can't even study. And I was like, your brain is. I I'm gonna go back to clean pasta, which is like wheat, and then clean rice. Like you know, not just just eat carbs. Don't eat too much, but carbs are important for you. I'm not a huge pasta guy, but I think if you're oh, following pasta. the ratio and you're if you're you eating. Let's say you eat pasta once a day. and well, but not once a day. That's bad. You well, eat every day. Well, if that's all your carbs for the week. day. Have it once a week. If know? that's your ratio of carbs for the day and that's all you're doing, it might be tough to get through the day. But, you know, it's doable. It is but, doable. yeah, once a week, twice a week, you know, a cheap meal is fine. But, yes, I think pasta I agree with this. Get the right fuel. Protein. How and, dare you. And I think depending on the individual and what your goal is, what you want to look like, you can fluctuate your carb and fat ratios. But – you should definitely have a lot for, you know, uh, the majority of protein. Fat. Uh, do you want to talk about any fats that you take? Um, or that you eat? I'll say I'm the not, most, the I'm fats. I'm not even sure uh, what, what fats are you uh, Avocado. Avocado. Olive oil. Nuts, nuts kind of? Peanut butter. I'm obsessed with peanut butter. I love peanut obsessed butter. with peanut yeah. butter. Um, I use uh, coconut oil to cook. Right. Um, the healthy fats. Those are the healthy fats that I get from, I get it from nuts, from peanut butters, from coconut oils, from olive oils. Those kinds of things, extremely healthy fats. Are there any sources of, uh, any other sources of fat? You think? You can get fats from certain types of meats. You can get fats from, you know, beef? yeah, beef. Like... Beef has fat. You know, and it depends on what kind you're using. If you're using ground beef, you could do a chuck versus uh, a sirloin. Ground sirloin is going to be leaner. Ground chuck is going to have more fat. Um, and again, if you're if you're working out at a certain intensity, your body might use the fat. More efficiently, right? Right. You're, so, you might find better success with a fattier meat. Pork has a little bit of you know fat around the edges. So Just eat depends. well and go hard. Yeah, always go hard. Like that's that's very important. Be consistent and go hard. Yeah. yeah. Show up every day. Yeah. Be LeBron James. Just like right. 
just go hard every fucking day. Uh, point three, stock up in protein. I think we we cut we covered a lot of this in the last one, but I it says okay. So this says most guys hitting the gym need about a half of a gram of protein per pound of body weight each well, day. Well, those are guys who just go to work out. If you want to get big and clean at a, at, you know at the same time, I think you should go higher. And, and I is, I think this is tailoring. It says most guys, which I think means most guys. Most guys are. I, I would. I would. Assu- I would assume it's safe to say, uh, are not trying to jump. I, I don't know. I, maybe I don't know what I'm saying. I guess most guys is a very generic. <laughs> most guys is a very generic statement. You know right. what I mean? Uh, most guys, a half a gram is about as much as your body. Your body will absorb more protein as you become more athletic and right, more, right. more more tailored bigger. to yeah. And it requires your muscles require. So for starting. More food. Right. Yeah, half a gram, that's fine. Right. For, okay, so for, for people who start out fresh or like have been in a gym for maybe a year or less, just go at like half a gram. Yeah, but you'll real you'll you'll come to realize let's and it's hard. Like I say I weigh 190, all right? So uh I I I weighed myself today. I was at 198. That's for me that's what 85 grams of protein. 95 grams of protein, excuse me. Yeah. Per day. That I need to ingest. Now, if I'm just doing that from protein shakes, that's 20, 40, 60, 80. That's four protein shakes plus a day at 25 grams. I'm a a hydrolyzed whey isolate. That's Mm. 25 grams of protein a day. That's four protein shakes a day. I don't drink four protein shakes a day. How many do you take a day? Two, maybe three. One in the morning. One One in the morning. One after I work out and sometimes one at night. But, But I don't... I'm not the most consistent with this and I'll give you that. But if you're really trying to bulk, that's the hardest part, I think. Is ingesting all the protein at the right time. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's the right time. At the right yeah, time. You make a good point. Because then it goes to waste if it's just like like you said, if, if it's within the four hour period or whatever, uh, it's not a time that your body requires. So it. when are the best times? Um, so I take mine. I I I, I, I take about three uh, cups, which is about twenty five grams of mine, I think. Uh, but I take one in the morning. I take one before or during working out. And I'll take one about half or half hour after I work out. I think it's important that you try for anybody listening to try get a lean protein from any of your local nutrition stores. Yeah. Ask somebody what the leanest, cleanest. Look for they're, sodium they're content. They're so fucking expensive, though. They are. Protein, protein is expensive. It's a hot commodity. Look, it's it's, it's clear. Really, it's high on the list of things that your body needs to grow and to be nutritious. But if it's the, the, the cleaner it is, the more expensive. And most guys just go on muscle mass or. Whatever that website yeah. is, and just buy it. It's not the the best, and I'm not gonna judge you because I've had that a lot, because that's all I could afford. But yeah, if if you want to be the healthy, clean guy, uh, or like be organic and all that stuff, you really have to spend a lot of money on protein. It depends on how serious you are, you know, what where you what you're willing to spend your money on. But I think, yeah, you know, there's all the other ways to get proteins and lean chickens, beef, salmon, eggs, quinoa, yeah, yeah. cottage cheese, nuts. Nice. Eggs are always good. Eggs are always good. You know, and you told me the other day that you were doing, you, you were like, when I told you what I was eating for breakfast, which was like a cup or two of uh, yogurt with some yogurt, yeah. granola, some fruits, some honey, some chia seeds, you were like, that's not enough. Yeah. It's and, a white girl. <laughs> well, you know, and I started doing six eggs. Oatmeal and eggs for me. I started Four doing. eggs for me. Since you said that, you know what I started doing? Six eggs. Six eggs, spinach. Oh, three so types of bell peppers and onions and avocado in an omelet. 
Does that, and does that I'm, feel I'm, good? I felt like there you go. Yeah, my my yeah. I've gotten eat, more eat, out of my workouts. Eat like you're fucking mad. You well, are mad. Well, eat like it. Ugh. I usually eat my. I was eating my second meal of the day as my heaviest meal. As like a yeah. As my as my most substantial. Eggs but, and oats, oats, oats in the morning eat, every day for me. Eat that's, like a man, he says. Oatmeal and eggs. I that I really love doing that. So three is very important, as I've heard you you heard a million times. Stock up on protein. Stock up on protein. Number four. But but make sure you take them at the right time. Yeah. Because that's and very that you'll only know what the right times waste. are. You'll know what the right times are. There's some templates that you can follow, but you'll really know what the right times are by trying and seeing how you feel. You don't yeah. want to drink a protein shake necessarily right before you go to the gym because if your body takes a little longer to digest or if you're lactose intolerant, or if it's not for you, yeah, you know, it, you then know. it's just a waste of money. Yeah, so, so don't or, do that. Or it makes your stomach upset. So yeah, it's uh, number four. Skip processed foods. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. You should know this. Don't don't go to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just skip this? Do not. Well, we don't have to spend much time in it, but I think the biggest thing that I'd take away from it is that besides sugars, salt, sugars. sodium, salt, sodium yeah. and salt are, are two of the, uh, there's, sodium is the most underrated negative ingredient in almost every supplement. People okay, don't actually, look for sodium content. This part is pretty hard because I love chips. I, but, I, I love chips. Like it's really hard for me to just ignore. I'll have it like twice a week. Chips wouldn't be so bad for you if they weren't chock full of trans fats. And they have salt. Salt is and sodium. Look, salt is it's a it's a delicate line because you need salt in your body to help replenish. Uh, it's it's an electrolyte. Sodium is an electrolyte. Right. But you don't need you don't need it from from what trans fats you don't, sodium and salt from trans fats and, and processed from food. processed foods are are, are bad. Those are the kind that just get stored as plaque in your arteries. Do you know of any good uh, sources of salt? Um, nuts. Salted nuts, nuts are actually good for you. And they say that there's not enough salt on the nuts when they salt them to really be detrimental. Just just granulated salt by itself is okay for you. Okay. But if you're looking for like a protein and you have a big, uh, like a, a large amount of sodium, it ends up just acting as a filler product. It just makes you bloated. But processed foods, yeah, yeah stay away from don't that shit. McDonald's or whatever, and don't eat too much crappy fast food. Uh, don't eat any crappy fast food while you're trying to do this, and see how much of a difference it makes. I mean, and you, then you can start cheating once you yeah, get serious. You can reward yourself, yeah, every now and then, but make sure you are. Number five, five is my favorite. Hit the weights hard. That should be hard. everybody's hit, everybody's favorite. Hard. It's hard to hit the weights hard. It is hard to do it, yeah. Because sometimes you're tired. Sometimes you show up and you get distracted. You're always tired. Yeah, I, I like it. Especially <laughs> if you work. First, first of all, if you live in New York City and you're working two jobs, you're going, you're trying to do like a side thing, like we're doing a podcast. Yeah, like you got an excuse for every reason why it's hard to hit the gym, why it's not going to work out. It, it's t- life is tough. Don't just go to the gym. You have to hit the weight. Use be a fucking animal. Use it as an use it as a release, as a way to to. Get rid of all the negativity in your life. Get rid of all the pent up energy. If you yeah, work a nine right. to five and your people are bugging you, a and therapy. This is yeah. the best. Therapy very therapeutic. But go hard. Like, yeah. Go find the best guy in the gym. Go stand next to him and try to beat him. I think if you're if you're if you're new to this, then find a partner and push each push each other to the limits. Well, yeah, but. Make sure somebody who's going to push you, yeah, and not somebody who's just there as a friend, of course, or whatever. Of course. But like again, no chit chat. Yeah, hit the weights hard. Don't just go to the gym and do just like do your 
15 reps or whatever. Make sure you're hitting every, like, you, you, your form is right. The, like, the way you do it is just go but, hard. But, but yeah, I think the most important thing is energy. You, you, you want, just be passionate. Have energy. Take it seriously. Like, be the best. Try and be the best. You want to be the best at everything you do? Like, you'll notice how much quicker you see results and how much better you feel. And you, when you, your body is, your 90% of when your body, when you, when you feel tired in the gym. It's when I have my best workouts, actually. Yeah. Because I, I push myself. When you push through that little hump, your right, body, right. your, your mentally. Mentally, physically. Physically, you're, what you're, they say. Rewarded. Physically, your body is going to feel tired after, what, about 10% of physical exhaustion. But, you but feel like if you beast. can push through that mentally, you have about another 90%. That you can actually do, and it's crazy. You, you you have to you have to commit to it. So yeah, hit the weight hard. Hit the weights hard. Hit them hard, and rest hard. Rest as hard as you as as you go. Do you do you, you want to explain that? I think your body. It's important to resting is when you actually grow because your body releases hormones are, are you, when you so, sleep. So are you talking about rest? Sleeping eight hours, or are you talking about rest, uh, like the days pause, off? The pause between your your sets. No, I'm talking about um, yes, yes, pause between sets, but more importantly, take days off. Okay. You know, it's important to take a few days off from the gym and to give your muscle groups, or if you're not taking any days off, to give That's your muscle stupid. groups. I don't, I don't get people who just go seven. I mean, well, you can do wait, you can do cardio on your day, off days. Are your muscles gonna grow? They're they'll. It depends. If you're doing cardio and you're eating fewer calories, you can burn fat. Or if you're eating, if you're, if you're just doing cardio and you're still eating a good amount of calories, you can burn only fat that day. But your muscles need rest to grow. They so, do. So let's if, say you did you legs cardio, two days ago. If you do a cardio that requires you to use your leg muscles or your yeah, but if you're not doing it after leg day, you're good. All right. You know. But I think it's important to yes get a good number of sleep and. Uh, to take days off because your body only grows when you're not when you're not breaking down the muscle. All right, so five is hit the weights hard. Six, keep your reps high. This is also one of my favorites. Um, so most guys would do like six reps and go high volume. All right, so so if you're max for like a curl, a dumbbell curl of like sixty pounds, and you can do twelve or ten, do fifty and go fifteen to twenty. That, that, that to me, that, that's, that's what I do. And it, it, it helps me build muscle faster than going really. Uh, yeah, there are times that I go high reps. I mean, like uh, high volume, low reps. But that's not when I'm trying to get big. That's just when I'm trying to see how like, I'm, I'm trying to get stronger. If you want to get big, go like 90% of what you can do comfortably and go really high reps. And the point is getting big and staying cut. And that's, and I think, cut, important right. because so, right, right. The, eight to f- the 8 to 15 rep range is enough time for your body to stay stimulated to achieve growth. And burn some yeah. air, right? and, and, and achieving growth in a manner that's not just just straight bulk. It, right. it, you burn calories and fat and it, you strain the muscle for a more extensive period of time if and you're doing 8 to 15 reps. that's how people get caught. Yeah. That's how you get caught. Yeah, because you, you're concentrating more muscle fibers and right. you're you're focusing. It's harder because you fatigue after those 8 reps and right. if you can push it to 15. 8 to 15. 15 is the best. You, I, I, again, I do 90% of the weight I can do so I go like 15 to, to, to 20. Right, so I'll do like four or five reps of that. I mean, of sets of that. And that feels great. Yeah. But it's hard. And uh, imagine I, that's. I burn. I sweat when I'm doing that. If you're doing 15 times four. To 60. Yeah, 60, 60 reps. 60 reps. 
60 reps per per exercise. That's phenomenal. You're doing that's how you get big. Couple, you're doing a couple hundred reps per muscle group and cut simultaneously, right? Because it's 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 not just strength, it's not just weight, and it's not like low, you know, whatever. You just you you're doing both at once, and that really helps. And I think a a part of this that might not be discussed in this list, but it it really increases your endurance. Does it? Yeah. How? Because your ability to, because if you're doing 15 reps for every set, you're gonna fatigue quicker, because you're working your your working period is longer than your resting period. Right. But if you can sustain that and get better at it and better at it and work at it, and then your body will become more used to it, and you'll be able to do longer, more more strategic exercises for extended periods of time. I think right. that it fir- I, I firmly believe that it does increase your endurance. Because breathing work. plays a huge role in that, and oh. and the way that you rest, everything right. uh, is okay, again, Yeah, and uh, don't rest like two to three minutes. Rest and max one minute thirty seconds. That's your max. But like the less the better. The less rest, the better, in my opinion, because you're you you you're going. You're trying to push your body. I heard somewhere that I think, you know, if you're doing. If you're going for like a two or a one rep max, the lower the amount of reps you're doing, the shorter the rest you need. The rest you need. Because your ATP, or adenosine triphosphate, which is the, the the part of your body that actually replenishes your energy, right. it only needs about 30 seconds to replenish to itself. Replenish, okay. Yeah. So if you're doing heavy weights, single reps or double reps for maxes, then yeah, shorter rest periods. But if you're doing 15, 8 to 15, a minute, a minute and a half is a minute, appropriate. Right, yeah. Any more than that is just, you, that's, just, you're, yeah, you're, you're, just you're tired, yeah, you're right. cooling off. But a minute right. and a half is at the high end of a rep as a rest period, and that's enough. That's what I do, so. And I look fucking great. <laughs> so honest. I appreciate <laughs> the honesty. Hey, somebody has to be. <laughs> uh, number seven, try some drop sets. Drop sets are great. Um, so again, this is this is stuff that I usually don't understand, but I feel like I do them because I I like to explore. So a drop set would be if you did one hundred pounds and then you 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 like the, the set complete and you go immediately to like what seventy five. Yeah. So your your muscles exhaust. Yeah. Or let's say yeah, let's say you're doing dumbbell bench press and you start with, uh, or you do. You have to work your way up. I think drop sets are important, but they're not in. They're not a substitute for also increasing the weight every rep or every set. You know, if you're let's say you're doing well, chest you, press, you don't increase. You, you just decrease for the drop set, which is why it's called a drop. No. No, it says finish your regular lifting set to failure, and that's what I agree with. I would. I, it's hard, well, but but then it says then grab some weights. Then grab some weights after after you finish your immediately regular. Immediately after. Yeah. Right. So a drop set would be like if you're doing your regular. Let's say you're doing dumbbell bench press, dumbbell chest press. All right, and you start. You go like 50, 60, 70, 80. Then your next set immediately after the 80s should be 25 percent lighter. So you could go to like 65 or 70. Or 75, and then drop down from there. Or if you're benching, same thing. You could take weights off, but I think you don't do you don't start with 225 on the bench press and then drop to 185. Yeah, no, no, no. But I do think that drop sets are important because you know you're 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 fatiguing your muscle at a certain weight limit, but once you drop the weight, 
you still have energy left in those muscles and right. you can really burn them out and, and fatigue them to the max if you and your body has to use every muscle it has left yeah because you're pushing it you use different muscle fibers right. when your right. big muscle fibers get tired right. you start to use more uh more neglected muscle fibers to finish the workout if you do drop so you're, sets you're, you're, so you're very important every single muscle yeah that's how they get very important also helps you work to exhaustion very good number seven drop sets number eight get just enough cardio this is important most guys do not love cardio no nobody loves cardio i mean because you don't see gains from cardio you right. know what i mean that, but to get caught see those arms i mean abs you kind of need cardio which is like you have to do cardio you have you know? to but most guys go like i am not going to do it because it's for like girls it's- i've grown to love it and and you've taught me some good cardio techniques oh yeah Sprinting intervals, especially sprinting, intervals, sprinting just, intervals for whatever exercise you do is probably the most effective thing you can do. For do, you, uh, do you do you want to explain that to them? As well, I explain it to you. You explain it. You the way we did it together was uh, on a treadmill from uh, jogging and sprinting on a treadmill. Right. So so you sprint like and this on the on the on, the, on most treadmills I guess would be anywhere from ten to twelve. Uh, that's a level, right? No. Oh, well, eight, you can start. We would start at like eight. Right, right, and then so you jog at four, four point two. Right, so you sprint for like forty-five seconds, or as as much as you can do for maybe thirty seconds, and you jog or walk for like what a minute. Yeah. Then you just go right back to it, and then this time you go higher. So this time it's not eight anymore; it's like ten or nine. I've tailored that to every cardio that yeah. I've done, and I know I do a lot of stairmaster and I do a lot of elliptical. Oh, so it's the same process, you just like and keep it simple. I keep it; it's even simpler. So what I do is on the stairmaster, I my resting. My rest period is at six. My resting, my it, it's called an active rest. My active rest is at six because I'm still moving. Right. You know, but it's an active it, rest it, speed. It's, it's at six. Slow. And then I start my sprints six at minutes? six. No, six, oh, the level six. The level six. Okay. Speed level six. And then for a minute. And then my, my sprint is also a minute and I do it at 12. Start at 12. That's for me. 50%. So, yeah. So I increase it. No, I increase it by 100%. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So so I started. My rest is six, and then my first sprint is at twelve, and then I rest at six, and then my second sprint is at thirteen. And then I rest at six, and then I go to fourteen. But my my active rest is the same. But then it's it, my my sprint is always increasing, which means that I'm having to increase my my rate of and reaction. You swell, you, yeah, you probably swell like a motherfucker. Two hundred. I'm literally burning ten calories a minute. That's easy. fucking awesome. Or more than ten calories a minute, it's, which and is an insane amount of calories. That, yeah. It is a really good burn because it's like you're really pushing yourself. It's not. I'm pushing like 200 calories in 15 minutes, and that's that. Wow. For anybody who does cardio, that is. That's how you get abs. That's an impressive weight. That's how you get shredded. That's how you get shredded. Yeah, that's how you get abs. That's how you get shredded. And so it's sprinting intervals, and again, that's just enough cardio. I don't do 30 to 60 no, minutes a day. I, I I I can't. I'm not gonna sit on a bike or like on no. a treadmill for and half an hour. That's just. They say 10 t- minutes max, and I push myself on that. Yeah. And they say 20 minutes of increased elevated heart rate a day is good for you, is, is what you're supposed to get. I'll do 15 minutes of cardio, and I'll do everything else in my weightlifting. My other five minutes of increased heart rate will be weightlifting. Well, actually, so that's where I, I might differ from you. When I, I'm trying to get big and cut at the same time, I'll, I'll, I'll do more cardio. So I'll do like 10 minutes on a bike with the same process, and I'll do like 10 minutes on the treadmill, but not back to back. So if on my day that I'm doing my back and my chest, I'll do all my chest workouts, about four or five of them. Then I'll go jump on the bike for 10 minutes and do my heart rate, my H-I-I-T. Yeah. High. What is, right. what, uh, it's like explain high, that. 
high intensity intensity interval um, training. Interval training. Yeah. So you go high and then you come down. Uh, and then I'll, I'll go do that on the bike before I do my back. Then after I do my back, I'll go do my my uh like I'll go run. Then I'll do abs for like fifteen minutes. And then I'll go do like the elliptical. So that's like a, it's like circuit training basically. Right, right, right. So constantly like, elevating right. your heart rate, constantly right. doing sprint intervals and rest intervals, and but if you're strictly doing cardio for me, no, I, there's no way I'm just gonna do like cardio for a half hour straight up. Yeah, see, I can do that. I can do that. God, no, that's so boring. It is boring, but you, it's it can be done if you do an hour, hour and a half of lifting, and then you do 15, 20 minutes of sprint intervals cardio, but you're doing intervals, so you're still. You're still conscious. You're not just mindlessly running at the same pace for 30 but, minutes. You know? What do you think is best if you mix them up? When you do like a bike, elliptical, stem master, I, treadmill? Probably, yes. But I just don't do it. I don't like I don't like going from thing to thing. I like to just get... I like get to, it over with. Or not get it over with, but I like to do my lifting. I don't like to be in seven different places and to say, you know what I mean? It's the fucking gym. That's <laughs> true. That's how you chase... I'll try it. You know around. what? I'll try it. I mean that 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 works. I'll try. For me, it works for you. It clearly works. So. It, it works for me because I cannot stay in the same place for more than half an hour. Number nine: track your progress every four weeks. <clears throat> uh, is this something where you're supposed to analyze your body fat percentage? Circum- How analyze? do you do that? Do you just look at yourself in the mirror? And no, like, you can. There's like calipers. There's fat calipers <laughs> that you can get. I have used calipers since physics. Like, you can your body. If you're look, if you're a member of Equinox, you can get a free a body member, assessment. I'm not a member of Equinox. I cannot afford fucking Equinox. Look, number nine, I think is um, is can be misconstrued very easily. It's the the number on the scale holds very little importance in all of this. Explain that. I think. People get so caught up in achieving a number on a scale, but they, they, they don't recognize the changes their body has actually gone through. You can weigh the same and shrink your waist. You can weigh the same and shrink your chest or grow oh, so, your chest. So you're saying because muscle is more dense. Exactly. If, 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 even if you look smaller. And when you lose fat in certain areas, you'll, you'll, you'll change your body. Right. And it, you, the number on the scale might not fluctuate. And also, men, men and women hold between 5 and 7 pounds of water weight per day. Wait, but this is somebody who's trying to get big. And it's track, so, track your progress is important. But I think tracking your progress, it should have less to do with the but, numbers but, on the but, scale. But for somebody who's trying to get big, if I... If I'm getting big, it means I'm getting more muscle. But they're bulking. They're clean. Means, this is clean bulking, remember? Right, but you're still getting muscle. Yeah. Which means my weight should go up. Not necessarily. What if you're holding a bunch of fat? What if you're clean bulking and you're holding a bunch of fat? Clean bulking, you should not have fat. No, if you had before. Well, I mean, for the okay, for the first month or two, I guess the numbers wouldn't make sense. But if you start to see abs, but your weight isn't going up, it means you're getting smaller, and then... You, no you, muscle you, is coming in. You should be able to tell visually if you're gaining more muscle than fat. But but tracking your progress, I think the only thing I want to make clear about this is that pay less attention to the number on the scale and more attention to the size of your waist, Generally, the size agree. of your muscles. I would agree because don't look at your weight to, to, um, to, to judge how much you work. But again, for somebody who's, who weighs 160 right now and has some – body fat on him if those fat disappear and his muscles are not going so his weight is not going up that means he's not gaining muscle potentially but what if you're taking creatine and you're drinking a bunch of water all day and you're 10 pounds 20 pounds heavier than you expected 
but you look like a balloon. You know what I mean? You might think you you might look big and full, but once you start once you start if you take a few pisses that day or you you're drinking a lot of water and you're hydrating and you're going pee, you can fluctuate 5 to 7 pounds in a day just water weight. Hmm. You know, and your most your most your most dehydrated will be at the very end of the day right before you go to bed. Wait, so how is somebody who's trying to get big and gain more muscle Watch track, the scale. Track how he's he's getting more muscle. I mean, you, you, you can just look at yourself, but the, by you, you, do, you have to test your BMI, your body mass index. How do you test that? Um, there are machines that do it in my gym, but calipers. You can you can get. You keep saying calipers, just like some something from 1950. These no fat calipers. You can, get them, look, you can get them anywhere to see how much fat it can you hold. Test your, on you. No, you test your fat percent. I don't know the exact calculation, but you take the you you measure the fat on your in your love handles. On your stomach, which you shouldn't have if you're and your, clean bulk, and your triceps and on your leg, and you you there's an equation that you do. Oh God! See, yeah. see all these. What you can just you can look it scale. up online. It's easy. It's an easy equation. You can look it up online. But I think the most important thing is that <clears throat> if you're trying to track your progress, I would. For me, I think a lot of people make the mistake of paying attention to the number on the scale, but everybody's body is different, and you can it it can it can be very deceiving to not be at the number that you want, but still be making changes. Like if you want to weigh twenty pounds heavier, but you're you want to weigh twenty pounds heavier, but be lean muscle, and you're you're noticing that you're losing, you're you're leaner and you're stronger, but you're not there yet. Maybe the twenty pounds was an unattainable goal for the for the short period of time that you're looking for. You know what I mean? I I, I still kind of disagree because you have to track your again somebody who had a fat at one sixty, if they lose the fat right, and they still stay at one sixty or one sixty five, it means they just lost fat and gain muscle and gain muscle, right? But if I lose fat and I go to one seventy five, how do I keep going up if I'm not looking at the scale? No, I think you can look at the scale. I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't take the number on the scale as religion. I would be careful with the number on the scale because it can fluctuate day to day. Like one day you might be down and it could be because you're dehydrated or you haven't drank enough water. And you could be like, oh, I need to eat more calories. I need to eat more of this. I need to eat more of that. But no, it's not necessarily true. If you just get back to a regular eating schedule and you drink a lot of water, your body will be maintain instead of fluctuating you know multiple times in a day it really just depends i i would give yourself fine if you're gonna look at the scale give yourself a five to seven pound standard deviation from your goal track your progress every week track your progress all the time number 10 all right what is number 10 incorporate compound movements mix it up with big compound movements such as deadlifts squats presses pull-ups um, along with isolation work like curls, calf raises, um, you know, single single arm you chest build presses. Strength and release more testosterone. Yeah. yeah uh, so leg exercises actually, leg squats will release all the testosterone to your like arms and stuff like that. Your body releases the the muscle group that you exercise that releases the most testosterone is your legs. When you do your legs, legs you release more testosterone than when you do so, any other body yeah, part. So 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 guys that get leg day all the time, I don't. Get why you do that at all because it's really important for you. Um, before I do arms or my shoulders, I squat every time. Before I do arms or shoulders, I squat. 
I don't know how to I, if if I have to. I mean, this is it's just said it. I think it's just very important to do that. He just grabbed like two handles of whatever liquor he's trying to drink. As as he tells people to be clean, <laughs> and, and Look, a little, as they say one mezcal a day keeps the doctor away. No, what uh, the fuck is this if at? you're the, okay, a very good rule of thumb is if you want to doing arms by themselves, it's fine, but you really can only do about forty five minutes of arm workouts before you're overworking your arms. Your your biceps and your triceps are the smallest muscle groups in your body, so. And your biceps especially. So everybody thinks that you need to do, oh, arms all the time, all the time. No. Actually, the less you do arms, the better because it gives them more time to grow. They're kind of a secondary muscle group in most workouts. So I have very big arms, and I know because people ask me, but I barely do arms. All my arms are from back exercises. Yeah. All the arms I have, I like, well, 70% of... How I got my arms is from my back exercises, which I do a lot of. And everybody's different. I mean, I like to spend a full day on arms, but I only full do day. Not well by full day. I mean, I do. I'll do just arms that day. Yeah, that's what. But I'll do biceps and triceps and abs. And what I'll do is I'll do mostly triceps, because your triceps are bigger muscle group than your biceps. Oh yeah, way bigger. And. You have to do the two of them because the push-pull technique allows more blood to flow to the muscle group. You really don't need to do a whole lot of biceps. Push-pull? What is that? It's like uh, chest and back, okay, okay. bis and tries, doing right. a, an exercise for the push muscle and an exercise for the pull. Um, but I think it's important to realize that um, the compound movements, deadlifts, squats, presses, pull-ups, they're the most important because they engage the most amount of muscle fibers and the biggest muscle fibers. Anything else you want to add on that? No. Squat before you do your arms yeah. and shoulders. Always. Do not skip leg day. I, I don't, again, I do not get guys who do it. Especially since it's really good for you. But uh, make sure you do your squats. I, I don't do that lifts, and that's just for me. I don't. My, yeah, I mean, my, my back always hurts after I do them. And it's not a form because I've asked people and they've checked. They Maybe it's not the right people. I have asked a lot of people. Maybe you're surrounded by fools. I know the best people. Like, <laughs> I know the best of the best. Oh, people. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, uh, I don't do any deadlifts, and it's been working for me so far, so I'm going to stick to it. Um, if you want to, If it to, ain't broke, don't fix it. it. Yeah, if you want to, go for it. But squat, that's important. Squatting is extremely important. It's good probably for the whole body. the most important, yeah. yeah. It's probably, like, the best exercise you can do in the gym. Yeah. Squat and pull-ups. Yeah. Very important. Pull-ups... I'll bring that's that's a good point because pull-ups are they I I always I always underrate if you want that V shape I always underrate pull-ups that's a mistake people and, make. and the more that I neglect them the harder they get for me to do I have even doing, if my back is growing so uh, about two or three months ago I already told you I started to do 50 a day or 50 if I go to the gym and it's not like I am going to go and do 50 at once or do 10. No, yeah. Five. Like sometimes I can only do three. Yeah. And then I have to rest one minute. But I make sure I get all 50. And I can tell you my my biceps got bigger as if that's possible. And I look like my V-shape. My girlfriend told me my V-shape is more. It's like there now. You can see it. And you always had a good V. So Pull, that's so saying And it got something. bigger. Yeah, yeah. It got better. That's saying Pull something. Pull-ups are great. They're hard to do. You, you're not going to go in and do 20. At once, when I weigh like 170, I could, 
do like 12 or 15, but now I do five and I, I am. Nothing that's worth having comes easy and that V shape. Right. I think the most, so, I, I always make the mistake of neglecting my pull-ups. Pull-ups suck. I can do 10 to 15, but if I don't, they suck, to they, do. they suck but they but are so satisfying. Do five or six or whatever, pause for a minute and then do them. But make sure you get all 50. Yeah. If it takes you five hours, yeah. make sure you get them all. I agree. Squats and pull-ups. I cannot stress this enough. And that goes for push-ups too. Push-ups. Push-ups. Yeah. So, yeah, see, but that's something I almost never do. See? And that's my problem. I just started incorporating those again. And my chest are not that great. Compared to my back, my chest sucks. Which, so I've been focusing more on chest now. And the more you do all of them, the more even and symmetrical you're going to look. Which you which should. Which is the, right. the idea. But it's hard to do them all. The, strong, you, the, the, the more you focus, every muscle group has, an, it has a, 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 another muscle group that helps that they have a symbiotic relationship. If you do your chest and your back evenly, one is going to make the other stronger. Right. Simple. Number 11, sleep seven to eight hours per night. And we touched on this earlier, but uh, you, your body releases the highest amount of human growth hormone and testosterone while you sleep. Simple as that. that. Lean rib body. But here's a problem. Especially for people who live in cities, especially for students or... New graduates who have student loans, who have to work or two jobs, bankers or who have to work, yeah, who have to work or, twelve hours a day. Yeah. When do you go to the gym after your twelve-hour shift, and how much sleep do you get? Look, you can survive. I think. And to have a social life. Seven. Well, afterwards, you, if you're serious, you might have to. You might have to give up some of the social life. Well, not every day. You, you can't go to the bars to work every day, but. And you could be social on your days off from the gym, but right, yes, the yes, sleep yes, to seven eight hours a night. I think the most important thing about it is if you can only get five to six hours of sleep, make sure those five it's to six hours are deep, uninterrupted. Deep yeah. sleep, which you can't. Uninterrupted I deep sleep. I, I, that's not gonna happen for me. I have to wake up like two because I drink so much shit. Like water, I drink a lot of water and I pee like two, two yeah, times when I sleep. But everybody's different, right? So this is like if you can, okay, sure, if you can afford to get seven to eight hours, that's ideal because you're releasing the most amount of growth hormone for the longest period of time and you only release it when you rent your REM cycle. But if you can only get five to six Make hours. Sure it's deep and uninterrupted. Yeah. Like nobody, like yeah. you just sleep. Turn your phone floor. on silent. Just the alarms. Can you, oh, yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but make sure sleep is important. It's hard to get, and I'll give most people that. Less, I think less than the amount of hours you get is the quality, the importance of the quality of sleep that you get. Right, right. You know, I think that's that's pretty self-explanatory. Make sure you sleep well. Twelve. Uh, use your time. Use time under tension. What does that mean? T U T. Time under tension. To build more muscle size and muscle, blend high intensity with high volume. Oh, so, yeah. Didn't we talk about that? We, we touched on this as well. For example, do 8 to 15 reps per set to increase your time under tension and focus on hypertrophy. So uh, slower reps, when, you, when you're counting, if you're, let's say you're doing, again, I'll bring it back to either bicep curl or a chest dumbbell. That's all you do. Well, <laughs> those are easily relatable exercises. That is true. That's what every guy does. Time under tension. Arms... Spend less. Spend less focus on on moving the weight up and down, up and down, up and down. Because a lot of people just try and do as many, get their ten reps out of the way as quick as possible. 
But the most important thing is the amount of time you're spending on attention. So if you give, if you go slow and controlled, the the slower you go and the more controlled you are, the more tension you're going to put on the muscle the entire time. And the eight to fifteen rep range obviously is more time under tension because you're doing more reps. But slow them down and control them. You want to. Well, well, so you go slow, you go up or slow like, as you work against. Gravity, I try and maintain a. Or slow as, as you work with gravity. I try and maintain a consistent pace. So if I'm doing, let's say for example, I'm doing a bench, I'll start uh, my arms outstretched and I'll go down one, two, three, up one, two, three, down one, two, three. So slow both ways. Slow both ways. Time under tension. That's six seconds of time under tension as opposed to the normal. Down one, two, boom, down one, right. boom, down. You know, there's bouncing it off your chest, which is completely ineffective. You know what I mean? So time under tension is, is you know, hypertrophy is, is basically the amount of time that you're straining the muscle and straining the muscle for an extended period of time. Well, yeah, but don't just strain unless you work against gravity. You have to strain as you work against gravity, but not if you're just letting the muscle, not if you're just... Letting it drop, you know? Which is what I mean? Okay. All right. If you're trying to control the weight in your hands... You're still working against you, you, Yeah, you're working against... You're, 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 putting, you're, you're, you're applying some sort of resistance to, as to you're trying to control it. it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Otherwise, you're just going to let it crash on your chest. Gotcha. So, so T-U-T, time under tension. Very important. Last but not least, number 13. Get lean first then clean bulk. Wait, this, well, then this goes a whole, against the whole point. <laughs> that, this just like destroys all my points. <laughs> but this also goes against what most guys do. Right, because you're saying you get lean first before you bulk, which, whereas most guys bulk and then cut before summer. Well, clean bulking is different from getting lean. Getting lean first means no matter where you are, no matter where you're starting from, Get lean first. Well, okay, allow well, yourself yeah. to allow yourself to see some sort of abs. Okay. Reduce your body fat. Um, you know, try and get get to the concentrate on getting learning how to burn fat first, and increasing like and in doing that, I think I think the reason why they say that is because in doing that, you'll recognize a lot of the a lot of similar aspects of clean bulking bulking that relate to getting lean. All right, so here's what they say. Before you start your clean bulk, check if your body is at the right starting point. If you're around 10% body fat or have visible abs, you know, like I am or I do, your body can ultimately uh, distribute nutrients between muscle and fat and you neutralize any fat gains. If you're skinny fat, however, you're at a disadvantage in insulin sensitivity, gaining muscle versus fat. Yeah, that still doesn't make sense to me. Get lean before you bulk. So, so, so like the leaner you are, the higher your resting metabolic rate is. The higher your metabolic process increases. So, the leaner you are, the better your body is at burning fats and carbs as fuel, as opposed to storing them as fat. Yeah, because you have more muscle to feed. When you have less body fat, your body is good at using the body fat. You're training your body to use the fat as fuel. As opposed to if you have a dad bod or you look like a thumb, you know, your, your body is used to storing those things as for nutrients for later on. And you're not have, you don't have quite as much muscle mass. The more muscle you have, the leaner you are, the more muscle you have to fat ratio, the more calories you burn on a resting metabolic process Like as a, when you're resting. You could be sitting at a desk all day and still be burning more calories as the person next right. to you. Yeah. 
And that's what's important is that you have to, you, you got to be in the right place to start. And doing these types of things, like clean bulking is a very advanced type of bulking. That's why I think back, hard. It's really to bring hard. it full circle, I think for a lot of people, it's easier to bulk first and then get lean. So you can, you can identify the difference and the struggles that come with each type of body change. Bulking is tough in and of itself. Cutting is tough in and of itself. It's harder. They're, they're harder if, if you're you, doing just one. Okay. If you put on weight, it's really hard to just get rid of it, right? And muscle can be weight. Whereas most people who bulk before they, 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 sh they shred, it's not just clean muscle with a bulk. Mm -mm. It's fat. There's fat in it. it to lose yeah. that is really, really hard. It's really it hard. It is hard. It is hard. And it's discouraging because you, you start from a fat point. Right, and right. And it's discouraging to be – it's it's. Hard. When you look at yourself and you're in the gym, it's hard to be motivated when right. you look like shit. Especially somebody who's trying to cut just in time for summer. Yeah. For beach, right? And it's not working. Yeah. You just stop going. Yeah. Which is why, again, to bring this back, in my opinion, it's, it's better, it's harder, but it's better to do both at once. It is better to do both at once. But I, and to, I, I agree with you. 100% it's better to always maintain doing both. It's, it's harder, but in, 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 a, like in, in March... You're still gonna have your apps. And I think the reason why it's harder too is because at f you f you first have to start from a lean point. Right. You and then have you get to big. Yeah, you have to sacrifice being big. Everybody wants to be big. Everybody wants to be strong and the bigger than the next guy. You have to give up that to be lean first and to realize what it looks like to be lean. And it'll help your body burn more calories just at a resting rate than 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 otherwise. And it you'll ultimately see more success. I mean, those were all the points, but I think the most important ones, uh, eat properly and then go hard. Yeah. Your energy, your motivation, they're high, undeniable. High, high volume, yeah. high intensity. But again, it's, it's, it, most people say it's half what you eat and that's true. I think Make it's sure more you, than half what you it, eat. It's more than, but for the, for the people, person who's just starting or for the person who's not really advanced, just... Make sure you eat properly. Yeah. Uh, and not like at once, eat like five times yeah. you know, a day. And it's clean, healthy food. And if you guys have any questions about anything that we talked about, um, we, we're still uh, in the process of getting all our social media together. Right. But for uh, now, you can reach Instagram. me on Instagram, Twitter. Don't follow him. Uh, I'm on Instagram as at Sean underscore Julian. He's just looking for a follow. Or on Twitter as at Sean underscore Julian. We're going to have a Instagram page. Oh. Yes. Stay tuned. Uh, and you too. Our producer is not here. He has some family matters back in North Carolina. Crack a laggy. <laughs> uh, so once he gets back, I think he's going to set it up. Or oh, we'll probably do that ourselves. But uh, um, we should have a page up in a few. But I think I think this is a good place for uh, for us to start in introducing ourselves to you and what we think about the industry and and how we feel about because I think this basic rules of clean bulking are. This is the template I think that we follow all yeah. the time. Yeah, I mean, I think we can agree if I on have, nothing else that we both are always clean bowling. Again, well, because I played soccer, and my abs have always been the point where I got anything from ladies in college. I am not going to lose it for anything, and I've never in my life bulked before I cut. I have. And I'm different because I didn't always play soccer. I've done bulking phases and cutting phases, but I think fat. But you, you and I both know that as of the last couple of years, I've strictly been clean bulking. I think that works best, especially for a person, um, for yourself. Most people, most people bulk before they cut, and I guess it works for them. 
but if you mind, I think the best. It, it's, it, it is the hardest. You have to push yourself every day, which is more rewarding. But the best is to cut and bulk simultaneously. Clean bulking. It's it's which is which is what clean bulking. It's is. I think it's it's not it's not a beginner's approach to this lifestyle of of bodybuilding. But if you can if you can push yourself because this requires, if you can make it a beginner's approach if you can start out by clean bulking all the time you're you set. So well. I mean, you're good because this requires like an hour and a half to two hours of. Hard the hardest part is mentally, though, right. not seeing results quickly enough, right. and not you know not increasing the weight on the scale always. And to do this for an hour and a half or to two hours, four to three times and a week. You gotta. There's so many moving parts: your diet, your sleep, and your exercise, your yeah, your intensity, everything at once. It's really hard, but if you want to look like those guys, and again, there are some guys on Instagram who take. I, I think a lot of them take steroids, so don't compare yourself to them. It takes time to, you know, get to that point. But steroids are no steroids. I think the philosophies of this are the same. You know, they still, they still have to abide by all of this. I'm just saying for the person who just started. Yeah. Don't, don't compare yourself to that person. No, no, no. You shouldn't compare yourself to anybody except, except the person you were yesterday. You were yesterday, right. Yeah. Uh, but go hard. Go hard and eat right. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you all next week. When Jonathan is here. Peace and chicken grease. Bye. Do you hit pause or record?